music. Okay, what's up everybody? This is Sports Coops number 172. It's me, Francisco. I'm joined by my good buddy Charles here. And, well, Charles, this is basically, I, I, I labeled this. What, what did I label this? I forgot what I labeled this. Let me go, let me go on, uh, on Twitter. That's where I can see the label. Uh, oh yeah, the Boston Funeral Watch Party. <laughs> That's what I called it. Today is, is a is a celebration of death and a celebration of life as well. This is the good times, Charles. The good times are happening right now in in well South Florida sports in particular. You you of course align yourself to the Miami Heat, right? Mm-hmm. The things I got the Heat and the Panthers, and and it's been great the last few weeks. We got the Bruins being absolutely demoralized. Uh, because uh, they th- their historic season came to a uh, abrupt end in the worst way possible, and now the Boston Celtics, who and I I, I made sure to put this on the on the big board there, Charles. I, I had the Yankees game uh, going on in the background before I switched to the Heat game. Yeah, no cold job in this time, but it's worth yeah, it's worth what could possibly happen tonight. There's a squirrel at the Yankees game. Yeah, and these guys are freaking out about it. Yeah. <laughs> And the squirrel is hanging on to the top of the wall, and it is dropping, dropping. That's a well, sheesh. That's that's we, a high we wall. We should do we should do ad lib voice. What the fuck is this? Shit? <laughs> and this Garrett no Cole gets the out right there. Yeah, so there we go. Yeah, there's no Cole job. It's three nothing right now. So. Look, it is worth the sacrifice of what is possibly coming. That's mm. all I'm saying. Okay, I, I, well, you know, I, I'm willing to take that. Uh, Baltimore's looking good so far this yeah. season. Yeah, like, you know, the, the, if I can say so, not mm. to deviate to baseball, but we are a sports show. And yeah, sometimes well. we have to forget that we're not basketball or hockey and wrestling. Baseball really falls under the radar of our stuff mm. um, until it hits about July or August. But yeah, Rays are what I kind of told you guys were, you know, just a hot team in that first part because now they're they're falling pretty quickly. Um, they're I mean, normalizing, the I would think. They're normalizing. normalizing is a very good word. Yeah. Um, still don't know half those players. It's not Wander Franco and uh, – Homeboy, Randy Orozena, Randy Orozena, and that's sometimes what comes of it all. And uh, we, we always bring it up because the A, the AL is also said AEW. The AL yeah. East is the true competitive nature where something comes of it. Best um, division even though, in baseball, yeah, best division in baseball, and then all of a sudden comes, you know, the uh, the Dodgers just feel like we're still the best team in baseball mm. because they've been looking good too. Yeah, um, it, it, it's just one of those things. But I haven't. I'm getting excited for it. People are coming back healthy. And what I would encourage everybody <laughs> is that is gone. Aaron, Aaron Hicks is gone. Can we do this? Because yeah, we're talking about ahead. memorializing and stuff like that. He's going to play golf, so he's good. Yeah. Well, it was a very hard sell anywhere he went. Oh, he just gave and up I, a home run. Yeah, it's it's not his night. It's yeah. somebody else's night. It's another guy's night for me of someone mm. who I'm very supportive mm. of. I would Indeed. Hope. I would hope. But as I tell people, most importantly, as I try to fuse these things, I'm playing Zelda in the background, kids. If you guys are listening, and this one's not going to be doing stories now. Now I'm just going to do some weird things. But um, almost lost my train of thought. You know, with with Aaron Hicks signed to a seven-year, $70 million contract, he was basically the, the concerns I had about getting um, 
homeboy who's now over with the Nets, uh, Gabby Sanchez or Gary Sanchez, where you know they might have statistically one good season, and then you get very desperate about what is available to you, and the ability and concern that somebody else is going to go for that person. And he was often injured, very often injured, ineffective, inefficient. I believe when he was dropped, you know, he was at like. 199 of a batting average and i know look this up while you talk by all means and i know that sometimes you'll hear me say i don't care about the analytics in certain sports not true of baseball francisco can tell you that andrew can tell you that Mm. that's one of the only few analytics i'm big on for slugging on base percentage and ops which is the combo and he was just bottom about category he was hitting he was a zero negative 0.6 war uh very not well a nice number of at bat, 69, but not very nice numbers overall. 188 mm-hmm. batting average, only a single home run, 13 hits, and let's see, OPS of, where was he? Okay, OPS of, OPS plus of 47, which is not yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. 261 slugging, 263 on base percentage. Woof. Yeah, like if the 263 was a batting average, perfect. But that's when you look at the and to, to yeah, educate, peaked, I guess. I mean, he's 33, so he really you know, peaked, but he, he still had like at, 3 years remaining, yeah, 29, he, I he think. He peaked in yeah, like 2017, 18 and 19. Yeah, so that's around the age group, but he was also hurt His prime, a lot coming yeah. into it. Well, what if we call that? Yeah, prime. he he had to, yeah, he only yeah, yeah, he only had one I mean, his, his the most games he ever played was uh, 2018. He played 137 games. That was the healthiest yep. he's ever been. And as I kind of tell everybody, I'm not one to ever really be fully disrespectful. I've grown past that age. I think we all do. And whenever my teams do bad, I always say, fire this person, trade this person. He was always there. But baseball's hard to get rid of somebody because once you designate for assignment, you're hoping someone picks them up. And then, you know, you can always try to option and they can refuse but it doesn't get you where you want to be. But now he's gone. And now we're just going to see where the hodgepodge of guys that we have in there can get us there, kind of maybe get healthy at the right time. It could be a scary Yankees team, but we're never going to know for sure why, because everybody's still too injured. Like Carlos Rodon still has not sued up yet. And that's sometimes what Francisco, the cost of doing business. And, you know, sometimes when you go for the big contracts, the intention is not for now, but for later. And that's essentially what we're looking at is later. And fine, so be it. Um, besides that, I really got nothing else to watch on baseball. I yeah, mean, my nephew... I mean, only, only, what, only update for me from the Marlins is they're at Coors. They lost yesterday. Uh, they, they suck at, at getting runners in scoring position uh, to to bring in, bringing runners in, score, in scoring position. And mm-hmm. uh, starting pitching has not been... I mean, I, I know, they're at Coors. Eh. But like you know, five to three, you know that, that's uh, that, that's all right, I guess at cores. But still, like overall this season, I mean, Sandy hasn't been dominant this season at all. Yeah, which is I don't think it's concerning. Scary. I think it's just I don't think it's that concerning. I think he's just teams are kind of are like he's the guy. So teams are prep are prepping for him more than anything. It's just he has to make some adjustments because he's had is... probably had like like a couple like. You know, good starts like Vintage, Sandy, and then other ones, it just seems like teams are, you know, more hyper-focused against him. 
anything. Is Schumacher having him go eight deep like uh, Manningly did, or are they being restricted towards it? No, no, he's letting him go. He's letting him go. In fact, he let him go one game, and, and Sandy couldn't hold it. So that you know, he got pissed off and everything like that himself for doing that. Not not Schumacher, but but Sandy. Uh, but mm-hmm. aside from that, I mean, oh, Sandy goes as long as you let him go. He's one of the like last few pitchers that they'll let go into the you know that, that you're hoping goes seven eight innings and is throwing a hundred pitches. Uh, but uh, so there's no real restrictions on him. It's just a matter of like. Uh, just him kind of getting focused again and getting sharp. So, I don't know. It's just, uh, you know, post Cy Young. Um, uh, kind of like, uh, you just, he, he's going to... It's, it's a draw yeah, right now. Yeah, it's a bit of a draw. He'll, he'll get back to it. Don't worry. The weather will warm up. The ball won't fly as much. It's just, it's it'll get better for him. Uh, he's the ace of the club by, by every stretch of the imagination. And... Um, and yeah, you know, the, the I mean, Schumacher's first season as a Marlins manager so far. I mean, they're they're five hundred. This is better than uh, honestly. If you a lot of Marlins fans kind of talk about if you if you if you had to ask me before the season is like, hey, they're they're forty eight games in and they're five hundred. What do you think? I'm like, I'll take it. <laughs> it's better than I thought they would be. So that that's pretty much it for me as far as the baseball front. Things are happening. The Marlins. Mm-hmm. I've been doing all right, but it just seems like the Braves always keep winning. The Mets uh, have have been a joke, which is fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's that's always cool. And then, but the, I mean, the National League is kind of it's pretty crowded. There's no standout teams aside from like the Dodgers who've kind of gotten hot already. So they're 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 asserting their dominance right now. The death of the Padres is interesting. Oh, that's fun. If we can talk about the fraud race, yeah. And it's too early for me to even hate them because for those who've been listening the last two years and want the refresher, I, despite I support the team that likes to do this, I have a grand distaste of kind of going with the, oh, we're just going to kind of buy this team by collective players doing everything, right? I, I know it's hypocritical. We do it. But the idea is that not a lot of teams tend to do it well to begin with. And the Padres were already... Like we got to give Machado his due, and we have, you know, I, I can I can say that we have kind of quit that trash talking that we had about him. Effectively, well, the Mets won five games in a row. What am I? I didn't realize. I mean, they but were a I, joke I, like last week, so that was the... yeah. Well, well, that's but that's baseball, is yeah. it not? Yeah, I mean, they're you know, they're gonna get healthy. I mean, they'll they'll get some guys back. Their starting pitcher will get better, uh, which is what it's looking like, and. And uh, I, don't even, I mean, that, I don't that even team's... know who effectively is their starting pitcher. I mean, you know, off the top of my head, there's a well, couple. The Mets? No, I'm talking about the Padres. Oh, okay, now I was well, just talking a... about the Mets for a dive. But yeah, the but... Padres. I mean, you got you got you uh, Darvish, you got mm-hmm. uh, freaking Musgrove, you've got uh, they don't have Blake uh, Snell Bla- anymore, right? Yeah, uh, Blake Snell. Well, he got injured, right? I think that's that was the thing. Or I mean, he's been he sucked since he got there. That's another one of those Rays good trades where they just kind of get rid of guys um, right when they're they're just past their their usefulness. Uh, hold on, Blake Snell. I'm gonna look that up because I think they didn't the Rays get him back after. Uh, no, 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 no. I don't know. He no Blake Snell won a Cy Young. Remember he got yeah, got no, pulled no. in Game Six of the World Series when he was yeah, and pitching they traded a, a him. gem, and then yeah, then he goes off to San Diego and and. And he's one in six this season. He's got a five point four ERA. 
but he's, he's still with the Padres. Though. Yeah, he's still with the Padres. Oh, okay. He's thirty. Like he's, he's. he's I he's, thought you know. I thought they pulled a uh, a role as Chapman on us on them. I don't know oh. why. Well, Chapman's about to get. I mean, he's he's going to be like massive trade target. He's been fantastic this season for Kansas City. He got his, yeah, well, he got his velocity back. Yeah, you know, I I'm not saying why PEDs, but I'm just saying. That's PEDs. <laughs> Look, you know, time and a place. I, I enjoyed Chapman when he was there. No bones about it. No bones about it. Hmm. But I don't miss him. We're rotating. We're rotating a lot of guys right now, but it's it's part of the game. I'm just you know? saying he's he's going to be a high commodity come to trade deadline. Yeah. The Royals. And are, then Boston will try to sign Royals him awful. for whatever reason. They're going to get a ton of prospects for him. So, yeah, yeah fantastic deal by Kansas City. Just – Letting Does him, it bother uh, you that Zach Greinke's there still? That's what I mean, he that's a, to well, Zach, uh, If you've seen the videos on YouTube, Zach Greinke's a weird guy. He doesn't. Yeah. He he doesn't care. He really doesn't care. Like the closest he's got to a World Series is with the Dodgers, you know. And then then like he's won Cy Youngs. He's gonna be in the Hall of Fame. That's he's. Yeah, that's that's not incendiary. I would agree with that. No, yeah, he is. He's he's one of the best pitchers generation. It's just the fact that he's moved around a bit. So he's you know Arizona, Kansas City, L.A. Uh, where else was he? Uh, uh, Houston. Houston. He was in Houston. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah that was that was also yeah that was the closest he got to World Series. He lost to the, the Nationals, and then like you know uh, he goes back to KC, which uh, you know as as kind of like a farewell thing, and he's just having the time of his life. Really, he, that's all he cares about. He just wants to mow lawns and <laughs> and uh, and just do weird stuff and, and be a weird guy and, and just it, be chill. It is, an, it is a nice kind of feel good story where yeah. you can have guys just kind of want to go back Triumphant. to where they started out. Yeah. I mean, uh, Andrew know. McCutcheon back in Pittsburgh and the pirates yeah. are, are doing all right a little bit so far this season. I think they're kind of falling back to earth as well, which uh, happens. Yeah. And now, and you know, the Cardinals are, are starting to heat back up again. I, I don't, I think they will be back to 500 with like by the end of this month. And they'll be back in that race, and then, um, I mean, the the American League Central is awful. That's the worst God division. Awful. That's the worst division. Like the Twins, the Twins, the Twins. It seemed the Twins spent a ton of money uh, to try and win that that division by default. I don't think they're ever going to do it because they're like, like the Tigers are like two and a half games behind them. Would you hate to be all that money that you spent with Carlos Correa just to be barely Ooh, above five hundred? Yeah, and he's been awful this season. Yeah, because he wasn't. Because there's no trash cans, man. Like <laughs> this, just you know, and his Jesus. I don't know. His is there something wrong with his legs that the Mets and the Giants pulled out? Like, <laughs> well, I, I would say, and you have to ask yourself, what it, baseball is a complicated sport. So th- this really is different than what we were expecting. But I kind of like this because it's shit talking, and we yeah. love shit talking. So here's the thing about baseball. How does an injury fully affect your ability to either A, hit the ball on time, or B, field? Because there's some injuries that don't require you to really have to be in the outfield. That's kind of to a degree what the designated hitter um, position can be, or pinch hitting can be, right? So you have some opportunities is the word I'll say to kind of still get your selectiveness there. But is he not doing good because he's striking out? Because give me all the injuries that you want, but unless you're saying your hips or your elbow or your shoulders or wrists are too slow to get there, I'm not going to believe it. Hmm. I, I can understand I, I, just how it is, right? I can understand 
the effects. I don't know where I'm going in this game now because hey, I got so caught up talking Carlos Correa. Hey, what's Freddy's up, Freddy? Yeah, what's up? We, we, we goofing as we goof. Yeah. Um, you know, but like, what what is the injuries? Because the injuries were his legs and his knees. So to me, that says either a defensive liability because it's not like you're Greg Oden who really needs those knees to be running up and down the field, right? And if it's a part of his career where he had to transition from being was he shortstop to mm. a DH, well, congratulations, you, you went to where a lot of people go in their careers when they try to play longevity. So my pity, well, awfully dry, especially <laughs> since there's a lot of people who wanted him the petty to well go. Is, is uh, full though. <laughs> Yeah, petty, you know, petty ride or die, right? Unfortunately, mm-hmm. we look. We want to be better. We want to be cleaner. We want to be more polite. But I can't be my paralegal, who knows that I am just a a sucker for the petty. Sends me an OTA video of Aaron Rodgers faking out um, mm-hmm. at his first at Jets practice OTA, faking out running for a touchdown. I felt the the eyeball kind of twitch. It's coming. <laughs> Getting my blood right mm-hmm. in there. But baseball can be intriguing because a lot of money was spent this offseason, a lot of money to teams that don't matter, and then also Boston's sucking right now even though it's above 500. So it's a good all-in-all effort yeah. for Charles in his opinion. But Let's that's see. really all I got on baseball, I think, to Freddy, off the top of my I'm head. hot and I'm tired and I'm not sponsored by Angry Orchard. Are we uh, sponsored by Angry Orchard? Never had one. Uh, we're, not, we're not being sponsored by Angry Orchard. I, I think have I, had an angry, I mean, I've had hard ciders before. Um, I, I like them. I, I like apple. That's you know kind of fruity. I, I like fruity drinks. That, that's my thing. All right, give me something sweet, not something bitter. Uh, but yeah. Uh, I mean, oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. All right. He says they're solid, solid, solid drinks. That's yeah for sure. Um, I think I had some at. I, think I, God, I don't think it was Angry Orchard, but it was some sort of hard cider back at one of the beer fests at the at the, at the Marlins Park. Mm-hmm. Uh, a few years ago, I went to. Uh, those are fun, by the way. I just, I just need to actually go with somebody. I think that uh, that's kind of sad to go to a beer fest alone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you should talk, like I can you do can, a lot of things. A, you can make a lot of new friends there, bud. Yeah, I, nah, uh, uh, I just I go to baseball games alone because I, you know, whatever. I'm Marlins historian, whatever. I, just, you know, I just have fun, um, and you know, I'll go to hockey games and stuff like that. I'll even go to movie theater alone, but like, I don't know. I just feel like that's something more of a social thing than anything else. Um, and let's see. Oh, I guess, yeah. We'll, we'll, so, uh, yeah. Okay, so let's talk about hockey. So, uh, Panthers are up 3-0. I was on the Locked On Panthers podcast last night after the victory. Uh, I'm psyched. I'm having a good time. A lot of people are having a good time. I'm, I'm not as... T- I, You're surprisingly as, humble, if I can say that. Well, because of the history of the team, I've been telling people to stay humble. Like the the, the hockey gods are blessing us for the first time in a long, long time, and I'm just enjoying the ride. Because last season, I was more scared of that team last season than I am of this team this year, and it's just because expectations have been lowered as low as they could go. I've been pleasantly surprised after all the stuff with the Boston Bruins. Uh, they gave me the the, the, lubric, the lubricant. Uh, <laughs> this is, after the, all, the death of Boston teams. Yeah, they, well, they, we're hoping that you and I can give the eulogy later tonight. Yeah, well, uh, they gave me the lubricant. So they, they took out the Bruins. They gave me some, some lubricant and a nice 
uh, some nice enjoyment after after defeating Toronto, uh, which is good. Oh man, and I've been using the Sports Goofs uh, Twitter account as a Toronto sports trolling account now. Uh, it's officially been deemed that uh, any any Leafs, Raptors, Blue Jays fans start getting a little too hot, uh, too big for their britches. I'm gonna take them down, and it's been it's been thoroughly enjoyable. I can see why people people do that, Charles. Especially when you have all the justification, all the justification in the world, to uh, to do so. Uh, so it's it's great, it's great. I was uh, chirping a Leafs fan who was just going off on. I, I think he might have been. I think it was like a teenager or something. But I'm just like, did, oh. did you make a boy cry maple syrup, Francisco? I, I probably did, and then this other guy started ganging up on him too. That was also like a, a Panthers fan that just came out of oh, nowhere, God. and his name was Crocodile. I'm like, oh, that's perfect. And then he just started kept going on him, and I'm like. I just started putting out points like, man, does Google even work in Canada? All these other things like this just, uh, I'm just too smart for them. Uh, that's just, I just got to say that I'm just too smart for them. And uh, see with Toronto fans, any NHL team, any NHL fan base, even the Boston Bruins fans, like you can be uh, an asshole to Toronto fans. I think everybody's justified to do, to do that as well. Um so that's uh, that was fun. That was a that was a very fun night for me, and I even got on him on the Raptors too because he was a Toronto sports fan. I'm like, man, you guys ain't shit after Kawhi. <laughs> uh, the Blue Jays uh, getting absolutely um, uh, destroyed on both ends by the New York Yankees. <laughs> like it was great. Your manager doesn't know how to freaking uh, uh, the rules about t- uh, visiting a pitcher on the mound as well. So that's great. Like, I didn't even know that was the Blue Jays manager. I honestly well, didn't know. They fired, they fired Charlie Manuel in the middle of the season by the time they got to the All-Star, if you Charlie remember. Charlie Manuel. No, no, Not Charlie Manuel. Charlie. It, Carlos Manny, No, 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 no. I'm going to get the name. Get yeah, the name. whatever. They, they, they fired. Yeah. But, um, yeah, they got this guy. He's Charlie Montoyo. There you go, yeah. I, I remember because we did Handsome List, and I said that man was not handsome. I said yeah. some other things, and then they fired him. <laughs> Charlie <through>. Day. <laughs> That's Luigi, yeah. Freddie. Luigi. Uh, um, but yeah, I didn't even know that was the manager of the, of, of the Blue Jays, and he looks like he doesn't know what he's doing, which is great. It's going to be great come come uh, come September. Anyways, uh, let's see. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, the, the Panthers up 3-0 on, on, the, on, the, on the Canes. And I've I've been really humble with Canes, um, like Carolina fans. First off, Carolina sports doesn't really matter, uh, so that's kind of like all their professional sports teams are not, like, like how do you get mad at something that doesn't matter? The Charlotte Hornets, <laughs> the, the the Carolina Panthers, eh? Right? There's there's really nothing that kind of incites the fury as well. Uh, the Canes, I mean, there's they got chippy in Game Three. Which kind of you know gets your ire as a hockey fan, but even when they were in the same division as the Panthers, like it wasn't really like you didn't really hate them. The Panthers weren't really good to kind of challenge them, anyways. And Did you just tell well, them all you had to say to the Raptors? Both teams kind of start Vince Carter. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, no, it's just a matter of like Kawhi hit a shot that if he doesn't make that lucky bounce, and it was a lucky bounce, then uh, you know well, that's it. Don't also, don't also forget the other thing too. Oh like yeah, the Warriors. The Warriors uh, were injured. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, the half the half the Warriors were gone. So, you know, history is not going to look fondly on the Raptors in the future. 
So I, I guess this, like to segue, or not to segue, but the sidebar it for something interesting. When is trash talk warranted and not warranted? And when you have these kind of events in playoff season, you are not allowed. And I'm speaking this from a Celtics perspective, a Bruins mm. perspective, and Toronto's perspective here as well. You are not allowed to poke that bear, man, if you are down ridiculous amounts. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I think there's a certain point where I'm not I'm not the type of fan that's brazen about any of my teams, really. Very uh, true. Uh, except the Miami Heat. The Miami Heat are – and that's basically the, the Heat Nation Heat culture thing. What's, where, what's the rule tonight? Beppa's all night, baby. Yeah. So that that's really the only team where I can be like – you know we can we can be brazen we kind of you know we can we can be parakeet cortez and call in the boston radio <laughs> can we just give him a shout out oh, oh yeah avatar or parakeet cortez yeah you know, follow us on the twitter charles oh, mike J-O-J-R. ryan reese all those guys yeah they, they follow me that's great i'm happy about they, that they they are just a good time man yeah so yeah. like you know that's that's cool and you know dan's a real one as well so you dan's know a straight up real one uh so like that's really the only the only team that I, I can be brazen about as well. I mean, shit, man. When LeBron got traded, not well. When LeBron came to Miami, uh, I was at Florida State. Uh, mm. I watched the decision. I was cheering. I was up and down, all that stuff like that. And I think I had my sis. Yeah, I, like I think I had gotten like a. Um, I came back home to visit, and I got a you know LeBron replica jersey, right. You know, one of the cheapo ones from Reebok. Mm-hmm. And I, I went back to Miami, or to Tallahassee, and I was up there. And then, like, shit, man. I was just walking in the middle of, like, a parking lot, going back home to my apartment. And there was these guys that just drove up in their car, just screeched, like, you know, Tokyo Drift style, opened their windows, and just straight up yelled at me, Fuck the heat! magic all the way and then he leaves i just started laughing because this is the first time i'd ever been like yelled at as a sports fan because you know i'm a marlins fan i'm a dolphins fan and i was even a panthers fan at that point so like you get you get yells of pity if you showed up in i'm guessing in tallahassee with a marlins jersey people give you five dollars for a meal <laughs> so like i i, I laugh because like oh that's actually pretty slick that's pretty sick but i mean just the just the bravado of being a magic fan and yelling that is it's pretty amazing because Very that's weird. that's a sadness that uh, you know Andrew famously like supports the magic and I'm putting that in quotation marks supports yeah, the we're, magic. We're, we're not attacking Andrew. and he's we're Mr. Orlando. You yeah, know we're attacking the Orlando fan base with this comment that I'm right about to make. If I may, if I may. Oh boy, you talk about a franchise that the magic. I, I'm gonna curse the magic that yeah. Dick rides so hard that they had. Hall of Fame players, it would be the Magic fan base. Mm. One of them being Shaq, who left you. One of them being Dwight Howard, who yeah. left you. So the Dick Ryden mm. was hardcore. And look, you are talking about two arguably of the best defensive players I have seen yeah. in the modern growing up and then when I was a child. Mm. Right? Fair. Fair. Yeah. Fair. Shaq was a little bit more offensive, but being a big at that time circa... 96 yeah, to was just a different specimen yeah so, you know yeah. but howard himself oh yeah even yeah. though he's playing in china he's gonna be the best damn player in china and i hope because we've done the debate and you've done taiwan. a, a, a taiwan. small a taiwan and you've done a small analysis about why he's a hall of famer mm. but that franchise i don't know how you could say that when you just got lebron and then they also <sighs> forgot our boy chris bosh yeah yeah so 
Uh, let's so let's see. Uh, let's see. Freddie, as a Cubs fan, I would yell at someone for being a Marlins fan. I mean, would you, Freddie? Would you? I mean, the Marlins have owned the Cubs twice already in the playoffs. And, I mean, honestly, it's, it's, I mean, I don't know if you can yell at us. I don't think you guys are justified for that. Right? I mean, okay, fine, you know. I mean, y'all are the ones that destroyed uh, Steve Barton's life for about a decade and a half. So that's, that's great. But, like... I don't, I don't think know I ever we're yellable. Any... I mean, we're I... Kind of, we we haven't really been relevant to be kind of yellable about. We just kind I don't of. I think I ever and... yelled at you guys for 2003, and we lost to y'all. Oh, and you you like regret that. 2003 because you're like that's one of the ones that got away. You know? Yeah, pretty much. It's not uh, even a you I mean, thing. I mean, Marlins is kind of a likable franchise. It's the most <laughs> neutral. It's neutral. <laughs> I personally did nothing wrong. <laughs> okay, Freddie. <laughs> as far as like, the Steve Bartman oh, thing. A high next. Yeah. Um, I found a Hynix sleeping. We're playing yeah. Zelda. Oh, those are the easiest everybody. ones to kill. I love killing those guys. Yeah. I just like their stuff because now yeah, now I have 80 stuff. arrows. Not I'm not stuck when the first 10 hours of this game, you only have 5 to 10 hours or 10 arrows for whatever reason. Yeah, we got now, goldfish like, brain right now with this. We're just all over the place. <laughs> it's pretty sequenced, though. It's actually talking about sports, which surprises me. Um, but anywho, trash talking, back, back to the purposes of it, I guess. Allowable. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it just if you defeat a team in a playoff series, definitely allowable. Afterwards, that's great. I just I don't like I don't I don't like uh, putting myself out there. I don't like being uh, a target of freezing cold takes. Like that's that's what I I would try to avoid. And uh, and I know which teams my teams like. You can chirp certain franchises as a Yankees fan. You can pretty much chirp every franchise, uh, but like. You know, as a Marlins fan, just I, we only have like a winning record against like like five teams, like six teams, and, only, and like five of them are American League teams we barely see, right? So uh, that's really the like the Cubs and the Giants fans, sure. But even then, it's not even that big of a thing. It's just like we we, we see them in the series, we make fun of them for two thousand three, and then it's like okay, then we forget about them. They forget about us, right? You know, the Cubs ire is like the Cardinals and and the Pirates and all those other teams, but like. Uh, yeah, yeah. Football is always fun. Football is a great thing. College football, I guess. But even then, as a college football, like I, I don't, I, you know, as a Seminoles fan, I'm just like, ah. Uh. But anyways, what was I talking about? I was talking about hockey. Yeah, yeah. Panthers are up three zero, and it's all been uh, one goal games. Which uh, it's just been Sergey Bobrovsky hanging on for dear life, and uh, I wouldn't say hanging on for dear life. He's been fantastic. Uh, he's just kind of had himself. He's been in control. I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm impressed. Yeah, yeah. As a non-casual, until I get NHL 24 mm. on yeah. my PlayStation Five, and I will find the appropriate teams to work with. Yeah, I have been impressed Xbox, with his man. play. Just don't of, buy it. I didn't buy it. I didn't you buy know, it. Redfall is awful. <laughs> I instead went with Oreos, Milo's lemonade, or Milo's. Like the Hispanic side comes out every now and then. Uh, Milo's lemonade and milk, and then of course five. Guys. I'd rather you I buy a PC than buy an Xbox Series X at this. Point. I live in a shack, so it's like <laughs> it's always tough. because yeah, I, I would be unbearable. Because you know, the first thing I would do is find a way to connect my. Uh... <laughs> I swear, no, I think it's good that you don't have a PC because oh, I mean, you're, right you're sending me these Steam sales, and I well, I bought Just Cause one, two, and three, and I liked. Yeah, you know, I played like, I think uh, my roommate best friend Florida State had just cause one 
and uh, you know I played that a little bit on the side. I'm like, this is fun, like that. Yeah, I like stupid games like that. Um, yeah, it's stupid fun. That's yeah. a pure good yeah, way. Stupid of open it. world fun. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, you be you be gone, man. <laughs> I know, I know. Like there is definitely that's just, no. That's coming just back. that, and I, you know, I've I've got like six thousand dollars in free games that I'm never gonna play. <laughs> and I think it's one of those few that I would Holy just buy for shit, me. The Vegas Golden Knights are up three nothing. Against Dallas, Ten right? minutes into the first period. Oh, oh boy. All right. Sorry. Pretty good. Mm. So, uh, yeah, hockey. That's what's going on. Panthers. Uh, that's why I'm also being humble is that, like, the Canes, like, one or two bounces, one or two things happen, and, and suddenly the Panthers are down 3-0. So yeah. it's, it's been a close series. Uh, yesterday, I was ho- I'm hoping that the Panthers kind of broke them uh, spiritually. Uh, but that's kind of hard to do to a hockey team because there have been 3-0 uh, deficits that have been over, overcame, overcome, whatever you want to say, in um, in hockey. It's happened before. Uh, and I think the LA Kings did it, I think most recently, or at least the, the LA Kings did it to eventually win a Stanley Cup. So uh, that's overcome. There, Thank you, Freddie. Um, I'm a lawyer, by the way. <laughs> I don't know how to use words. And um, I got the Heat game on, by the way. It's already started. Ooh, uh, ooh. So, so it's. I thought, oh, damn! That's right. It's eight thirty-eight. Yeah, I yeah. gotta kill this Heinex, and then we will get there. Yeah, I mean, I have it on the side here on my, uh, and I have it on the screen to the side for us. So I'll be keeping an eye on that. It's. Uh, I don't know if how long we'll go to. I don't think we'll. I don't think we'll do the entire game. Uh, no, but we're just gonna watch it for at least through the first half. I would say. Uh, so that's cool. And, uh, yeah, that's, I mean, that's been hockey so far. It's been great. Um, Matthew Kachuk is fantastic. And uh, Sam Reinhart with the power play goal, in the, which was the only goal uh, for the game. I, I'm, I'm enjoying the TNT crew that's covering, and they're the ones that will be broadcasting the Stanley Cup Finals. So Any that's, big names that, you know, I, I can't say I can re- recall the big, ga- the big names for the hockey stuff. Uh, well, I'm just used to the love of inside the, the NBA. I mean, the TNT crew, I mean, they got the biggest name. They got Wayne Gretzky. So that's, okay. that's, that's who's on there. And then you got Henrik Lundqvist, the, uh, the goaltender, you know, the, I, the handsome boy that I sent you. Him, him I know. Very yes. handsome man. And uh very sharp dresser as well. Uh, the sharpest dresser on that, on that set, by the way, uh, you got um, Anson Carter, who uh, worked for the NHL network before, did some stuff on NBC as well. He's on there, and then you got um, Paul Bissonnette, who's uh, Biz Nasty. He was uh, he had a very brief NHL career, not really great, but he's got a big personality. Uh, he's worked for the NHL. He was on Barstool for a bit, and now he's on the the panel there for NHL and TNT's crew, and they and they work out of the same studio in Atlanta as you know the NBA on TNT crew. So you'll. You'll get some crossover. Charles Barkley's been on as well. And I think Charles Barkley has wanted to go to a Panthers game because he's now becoming a fan, which is great. So I'm hoping the 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 Heat take care of that tonight. And, you know, we get Sir Charles tomorrow uh, at uh, in Sunrise. So uh, there you go. And... Uh, yeah, that's that's hockey so far. I mean, there's not much more I can say about it. I haven't really been paying attention to the Golden Knights and Dallas Stars game. All the games have been close there uh, with the overtimes. But Vegas won both, and they 
They're making quick work right now, but Dallas is at home and it's hockey, which means 3 nothing leads can be uh, erased you know, just within a matter of minutes anyways. So, yeah, yeah. But if not, that might actually be the first blowout in a while. So that's cool. Um, aside from that, I've been gaming. Been gaming. And... Uh, yeah, I'm 27 hours into Zelda. I didn't play yesterday. Good so, for you. I'm jealous that... Oh, I'm not jealous. I'm rubbing in your face. I'm playing right now. Um, yeah, I, I wasn't in yesterday because I watched the entire game and then I did... Uh, I, I had to you know, do actual research and actual freaking sports... I don't know, sports journalism, but sports uh, analysis. And... Yeah, and then we did a podcast, and then I it was midnight by that point. I'm just like, I'm not gonna because I've been streaming Zelda, which is fun, it's cool, mm-hmm. and I haven't really been playing on the side aside from when I went to my parents' house. So I will continue that. I forgot where I left off, but I've been exploring the chasms, and uh, no, no, I'm at, um, I'm at the Gerudo Temple right now. Okay. Um, so I'm there, and I'm going to try and deal with them over there. I don't know if you've gotten to the desert yet. No, my, the Rito Village was the first place I led to, and it was just by like default that I was Which just is, following you know, up something. Yeah, yeah, you know, like this game does not implore you to follow. You can literally once it opens up after they those give first you. three they give hours, you like suggestions, but you don't have to do it. Yeah, and my whole thing was like, here I was thinking I was going to progress the story, but I really do want to get my shrines up because Link a bitch. George Spornalism. George Spornalism. And I haven't had the chance to um, really get any armor yet. I I think they'll come up in another 10, 15 hours of the game. Oh, oh, yeah. I I don't really – I I finally started getting different clothes finally. Yeah. I don't don't have the default stuff anymore. I did find some, you know, I did explore some caves that gave me some interesting buffers you want me to give uh, with you some tip? of my attire. Give me sure. Uh, if you go to the castle, if mm-hmm. you find a way to get onto the castle, uh, which means you have to get to one of the sky towers yeah. and that's closest to it, and then just shoot yourself up or find one of those, like, dropping blocks that come down, uh, those dropping platforms, and try and get yourself yeah. up there. Yeah. But there's a shrine there. If you get to the shrine, that where you can save there and, and fast travel, and then you go inside the the castle. There aren't really en- there. There are no enemies. There's no enemy. There, well, there's some enemies, but there's like ins like once you get climb the wall and get past them, there's nothing inside. Like the so if you go to the throne room, there's nobody there, and there's two torches. Set them on fire. It'll open up, and inside is the champion's tunic. Interesting. So right off the bat, huh? you can get yeah, you can get that back. Uh, which is uh, uh, which is like it, it'll you know you get better attack power. It actually has more defense, which is great. And you know, See, it's, you know it's it's Link, right? it's the blue stuff. Yeah. Whereas for me, I um I was just I was just riding along on the horse, running to travelers who told me about possible armors that could be found and everything. And I found one rubber suit that hmm. was good for electric shock, which was interesting. Doesn't work, but still. And then one, um, another one that allowed, like, it was just weird. I have like a, uh, the rubber suit and then I found the warmth greaves for the pants. So you can help with the cold. 
And another one was just a, a an armor or a top that in very, very cold conditions, which is perfect for a Matt Rito village, it can create like a frostbite without having to be, you know, doing a mod for the frost emissions of a weapon. So I can freeze enemies without having to use any um, Zoan oh, okay. technology. So yeah. it's just like a little bit of a, a cool okay. edge. All right. Yeah, I haven't really figured out all this stuff for like the charge. I think I need to go back up to the Sky World to get better batteries. Yeah, yeah, so. that, that's what they have to do. That or you have to find the uh, Zoan um, machines. We yeah. are not smart people, by the way. I've sent you a couple of the Twitter stuff. I've yeah, and... I've been kind of experimenting with the, some of the stuff that's around now, and just trying to you know, like traverse. But I've 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 either screwed it up. I'm just like, oh, I'm going to make a rocket. And then, like, the whole thing falls apart. <laughs> yeah. And I, I just fall I'm, to my doom. I'm, I'm very weapon-based with it. Like, I made a rocket spear. So oh, okay. if there's That's something awesome. that I know is beyond my capacity, I just, like, make that and I just toss it. Because the weapons being tossed, for some reason, do stronger damage and better damage yeah. than... Um, just hitting my horse, I feel like. Than just hitting them. So I was like, ah, screw it. Like, I'm at that point now where my weaponry can be in the 20s. Which is fine, even mm. if I don't fuse them. Usually, if you just kill like the moblins or whatever, that will help mm. you or bobglins. But I'm also lazy, and I do understand where this game requires me to get to that point. And we're just not here that there yet. I'm really just kind of saying, hey, I'm gonna take my time, my way with it, because I I feel you heard me complain about it. It feels cheap for me to just do. I I can't live this game and enjoy this game fully if I'm just doing an hour, an hour and a half. Yeah. Right. Of each time. So I need, you do need more. Truthfully, the show today gives me ample time to just screw around. I'm with the lucky Clover Gazette. So I'm just going to stables and getting information, which is leading to like side stories. And the side stories actually have my interest. The two things that I've noticed from this game, now is the gaming portion of us. Mm -hmm. The two things I've noticed from this game that I thoroughly enjoy more than Breath of the Wild, I want to do the shrines without looking at a guide. Right. Any way I can. And I actually enjoy doing the side missions that aren't a waste of my time, per se. I've done, I think, only two of the shrines where I actually had to look up a YouTube tutorial to be like, okay, how do, yeah. how do I figure this out? And one of them was because I hadn't gotten the uh, the glider yet. Uh, mm-hmm. So they're like, okay, there's a, there's a way to do it without it. I'm like, cool. Uh, the Shrine of the Silver Monkey. Uh, yeah. <laughs> is that a Legends <laughs> in Trouble reference? Is that what it is? I don't, I don't know. Um, but... So I did that, and then, uh, well, the other thing I noticed, like, this game, like, the, the, the NPCs are, okay, okay, I remember some stuff. Uh, like, the NPCs are, like, they're better in this game. Yes. They're better. Like, the, there's more life to the world, which I guess makes sense, one, because, like, it's been years, so they, they can kind of flesh out the actual characters now. And it, it makes sense for the world, like, okay, everything's kind of re- sort of recovering from the calamity mm-hmm. and you know there's a civilization like the towns are bigger uh as well which i've noticed there's more houses there's more people there's more all that stuff so it's more dynamic and and now there's like um there's there's like the an actual day and night schedule compared yeah. to like like almost like majora's mask uh where only certain things happen at night or midday like you have to actually be aware of what time it is for certain side quests, uh, so that's or maybe even main quest. Uh, no, 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 the main quest not really, but like the side quest for sure. The side quest for sure. Uh, you, you actually have to pay attention to what time it is to kind of uh, to complete them. 
So it does feel a little bit like Majora's Mask. So that's the yeah, the game's more fleshed out. They could finally focus on all that. And these are like the ideas that they 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 had for the first one. They just couldn't do it on time. Or the Wii U couldn't handle it. So uh so that's why we're 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 getting this. But uh yeah, my only gripe so far is uh, like this this is the last year of the Switch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Frame, frame frame rate's the big concern. I mean look, this game looks beautiful because it was built for the switch yeah it's the performance of having everything in that background it, it the, the critique is not graphics i think mm-hmm. that's where everybody goes to and guys we're not we're yeah, not in 2005 anymore sure we're not in 2005 the gripe is about can you have all this imagery without sputtering yeah and chugging and popping and, and i've pop noticed outs. it i've noticed it way more yeah especially you know it's so weird it's in its combat and a part of the combat i would not expect mm-hmm. um which is when he's trying to do his uh fueled up spin Oh, okay. Okay. That's when I've noticed. I'm like, but you were kind of okay with I, it. I've noticed it with just like a few enemies on the screen uh, as well. Mm-hmm. Or like, or you're in a, a portion of, of like the world where there's just a bunch of stuff around. Yeah. And it'll it'll start slowing down and or hicking up with the frame rates. And I'm just like, I, like, I don't know. I, it, it's, and you know, we're spoiled. Like Nintendo, Nintendo's main games usually don't do that. Yeah. Uh, even like towards the end of like the Wii, like the like Skyward Sword ran beautifully for for like that system, right? It was still sixty FPS and stuff like that. But like, but this it's 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 chugging up parts. It's chugging up parts. Yeah. So I, uh, you know, I love Nintendo. I love the Switch. I love uh, I love this game. But yeah, this is this is the last year of the Switch. Like next year's gotta be when they release the new one. Uh, like the, the, we. We've waited long enough. They've made enough money. They've sold enough of the systems. It'll be. It'll last like two more years after the new one comes out, right? We'll get those cross-platform games and stuff like that. But like, mm-hmm. you know, we'll probably get like one more Pokemon game or something like that. But like, it's always Pokemon. Yeah, there's there's always yeah one more Pokemon game before it makes the 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 the, the jump over to the next one. But like, yeah, we're we're done with this one. We're not. I. I I can't see another Mario game. Uh, what's, as well. what's your knee-jerk reaction of 30 hours into it? What's your rating? I can tell you where I think it's going to end on my rating, even though I'm only 15 hours in without maybe moving 5% of the story, 10%, but you you have more into it that you can tell for the viewers I who mean, have I just, to decide if they want it. I just think it's... If you liked Breath of the Wild, you'll like this one. It's a natural succession to that one. It's everything that they basically okay everything good that we had from the last one we'll just do it again but now you got these new toys to play with here's this here's that and they don't really you're not forced to do like even in the shrines like you're not forced to do things the way they they kind of like signpost for you to do right it's like okay you can solve it like this and it's like a rube goldberg machine of some sort and you can do it that way and it's like no well what if you're an idiot like me and you're just like, well, if I just grab the ball, I stop time, and then I move over to this side, and then I grab the ball again, and I just kind of fling it, it'll go inside the little hole, and I can just open the door <laughs> instead of doing the Rube Goldberg machine, right? So yep. you, you can, you can, I've, um, I, I've been saying this during my stream. I'm just, I'm like, I look at a, like a puzzle or like a, or like you're, you're coming up on like an enemy base or something like that. I was like, you know what? I'm going to find a way to stupid my way into that place. So, and that's what I've been doing. Um, there was like a, I went to the, the beach area 
Lauranello or whatever it's called. Yeah, I went to the beach area. You know, they've been complaining about pirates and stuff. Yeah, so, yeah, they, they've been peppering me with that. I'm like, where is this beach? I'm so not anywhere I did south, dude. find a pirate ship. It's not like the pirates from like Majora's Mask. It's just like Bacoblins or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. But they just happen to have a ship now. Uh, so, but and they're not they're not dressed like pirates or anything. I was kind of expecting more uh, from that, to be honest. But they um, they uh, I, I I saw the ship and it was you know completely. I didn't plan on seeing this this ship. I was just on a river. I constructed a boat, and I was having a hard time trying to steer it because I didn't have anything to steer the boat with. And I'm just at the whims of this river, and it just happened to come upon this ship. And I just kind of jumped up. I, I I climbed up the wall to the side. The pirates didn't see me, and I don't know if you've done one of the the side quests where you like um, uh, it, you get one at the beginning. Where you see a, like this uh, this army general and he's got a bunch of dudes with them and you got to help him like uh, fight off like a base of enemies. Yeah, I know the monster forces. I did that. Yeah, on yeah, that one. I, yeah. I haven't joined up with him yet. Okay, so there's one. I mean, you get one early at the first area next to the first tower. Uh, mm-hmm. So you're like the way you were supposed to do that mission that I just that I did with the pirates was there were a bunch of them right there just waiting to storm that ship. And then, you know, you go help them take out the pirates on the ship. What I did, I didn't see those guys until I finished it. I just, like, I was like, well, there's a bunch of pirates there. I want to get on that ship. I got a bunch of these bomb arrows. I'm just going to blow it up. (laughs) So I just blew up every single one of the pirates with all the bomb arrows that I had. And then I climbed up into the ship. I took all their stuff. And then I I was walking off the ship. And I just saw these people. And they're like... It's like, did you just do that? Uh, like the NPCs, uh, yeah. which is great. They had a dialogue for it. Did you just do that? I'm like, oh, I was supposed to talk to you guys. And like, and then you see side quest completed. I'm like, oh, okay, I did this the 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 stupid way, really, <laughs> the unintended way. And that's the beauty of this game. So yeah, it, this is gonna get at least a nine for me. Yeah, I, I, I see the end game will probably be nine, nine and a half, and that's without playing the story. And that's a good thing. Yeah. That that's an amazing thing where it's like I really have not that even means the touched stuff in, engaging. Yeah, I haven't even touched the crux of it and I'm kinda in love with the world of Hyrule because you even had though... played Did you play Horizon Zero Dawn? You said that you didn't really like the side quests or something. Okay, like that. so if I may. Or or Forbidden West, whatever. So it was Forbidden so yeah. Forbidden West, the sequel to Horizon, I, I felt was too bloated. It was bloated because it was more of story and was more fetch quests, and there was this natural exploration of a modern-day West Coast and an area, and modern-day being futuristic. My apologies. So I was in love with that, but I loved Forbidden Shores, which was the DLC, because it was mm. more streamlined-focused. Because when what Gorilla, who does the Horizon games, they have an idea of what they want to do and how they want to do it, mm. and I think they got cop on the idea of bigger and better. Whereas this game is not necessarily bigger or better it's what you want it to be now you talked about natural progressions it's just as engaging it's more exciting but you know what i'm gonna tell you this now maybe you'll agree maybe you don't agree it doesn't feel arbitrary Mm, it was arbitrary for you to play breath of the wild in the way that it was constructed you gotta go find the you know we talk about the ability to go and do it your way but at the end of the day you know you just gotta find zelda you gotta go and get the four divine beasts you gotta go and somehow stop climbing again here they're just like oh you can go fucking you know 
do something if you want with yeah. XYZ. You know, you can go to Rito Village, you go to Gorons, you can go to that stuff. And then I'm like, I could. Yeah. But once I got off that Sky Island and I saw the potential with the fun playthroughs, like I'm like, nah. Yeah. And I literally ha- have it. You know, if you're telling tell me 15 hours, because the prologue itself is about three hours. Or the opening missions, it's about three hours. Yeah, it's right? just to get used to the new powers. Mechanics. And then you get down there and they're like, you should go talk. I found Pura naturally or Pura, whatever name is. I didn't go immediately to like Hyrule to see what's going on. I'm like, nah. So mm. that is more engaging. More, It makes you an enthusiastic gamer. That That's how I would say. And that's the best reward that you can have. And not a lot of games get there. So there is no such thing as a 10. Even if I score things as 10s, is because there was something about it that made me just love it to that. But, you know, they outweigh each other. But if we're really talking about the hard nines, nine and a half, that's what I mean. That's the hit in the veins that I'm trying to get, really. Mm. Because that was, for me and my gaming year, guys, I was having difficulty getting to that point. It took seafood to finally get to nine. I was in the dry yeah. spell of nines, man. You know, there's a reason why they say dress to the nines. I don't know why, but in the gaming world, <laughs> I would say we're going to play to the nines because the idea is that you can give yourself, oh, wow, because I listened to you, this is what's beautiful, because I listened to you about how we get into the sky towers because I saw those shooting stars, and or not the shooting stars, but the slabs that come down. I was like, what? what's so important about them? And then I hear one advice from you, so now I just uh, elevator up to one of them. See, that's what's beautiful about this game. One itty-bitty recommendation that Francisco makes. I'm like, oh, what am I doing here? Holy shit, I'm falling. Um, mm. it, that, that, it's just cool, man. Mm. It's just cool. That's all. Oh, that, that maybe that's the glimpse. It's just so cool. Yeah. But yeah, nine, nine and a half. I have to be objective with the technical stuff. But listen, I have play, until you guys play Gotham Knights, <laughs> or, come or talk to me about the technical technical <laughs> problems. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all don't know technical problems. Yeah, or or just generic problems. mediocrity of a game. Like, there was nothing mechanically bad about Homefront at all. Uh, it was just a very generic video game mm-hmm. in the worst sense. Uh, it's, you know, it was made by THQ before they died the first time. So, which is, you know, that, 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 that kind of tells you all you need to know right there. Um... Yeah, well, let's see. We're at 55 minutes. Uh, I guess we could do a where for our non-sponsors, people, places, things, concepts, what have you. We've been enjoying it over the last week. We kind of basically did Zelda here, but that's kind of like our, our joint non-sponsor, right? Yeah. Like, do, do you ha- yeah, do, do you have one for yourself, Charles? I do, and I mentioned him a little bit earlier. So sometimes in life, you take the W's, you take the L's, but what you need to realize, folks is that in those WNLs and what the hell is this thing? Mm. You know, it's a 24-hour segment, so you can buffer sometimes them Ws. You could sometimes get them wins when life gives you losses. Uh, three, ha- three and a half hour hearing today. I am not going into the contents of it. It's fine. Mm. You know, I don't really care. I think it's okay. The whole point, though, is you have to evaluate, hey, XYZ happened. What am I going to do for me after something that was mentally exhausting, you know, taxing of the brain, mm. going on the gut instinct and stuff? And I texted you, and I'm like, I'm hungry. Mm. I don't really want, like, leftover pizza. And here's the thing. I'm going to give a small shout-out. Kids, go get the storefront pizzas. Or storefront. Store-made uh, pizzas. They're not that bad. You Which, know, I'll like, tell you that right like, now. Like the... Whether it's, like, Aldi's or Publix. Oh, the Publix brands. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Just, they're, they're fine. They're There's not like non-sponsors. But, you know, they'll save you more money. We want you guys to save money. You know, it's kind of hard to kind of say, hey, you should pay 
XYZ, like $15, $20 for gourmet pizza mm-hmm. when you're just like, oh, mess up stuff. That's not my non-sponsor. I was like thinking, man, I'm hungry. What do I want to pay and go from there? And I decided on All Reliable. And what's All Reliable? Because you guys know I'm not doing fast food. Last week I was a bad boy. Bad boy. If mm. I was a goat. And I had Wendy's. Well, this time I decided to have a different kind of burger. A better kind of burger. Uh, I went with that old uh, reliable, and I went with um, Five Guys. Yeah. Five Guys, man, eleven bucks for that burger is more than fine with me. And I was like, do I want to get the fries? I'm like, absolutely, I want to get those fries. I know what I'm about. I know who I'm about. I'm gonna need that in my belly. I won't. I like the cage, even though I'll tell you right now, I do not know the difference. And maybe Freddie or you can tell this to me. I don't know the difference between the Cajun fries and. Um, the regular fries. I always thought it was the same in my ignorance. And, and I'm going to go on the website and we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, because I, I know I've had both. I Let's know I've had see. both, but, you know, Let's they substantially taste the same is that they're overloaded and salty and great. I know the Cajun fries have a little bit of the spice to Let's it. Let's see. So we got five it. guys. So this is how they describe it. All right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 530 to 1,310 calories. Dear Lord. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> I didn't eat lunch today. My lunch was a protein shake at 11 o'clock. All right. So. I can't have food during. Uh, oh, 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 dragon, dragon! I want to see it. Did you find Damn the gliok? I mean, there's there's several of them. Uh, I've seen one gliok, the electric oh, gliok. Okay, the, the big dragon, the big boys, the yeah, big ones, the flying the fly, sky the one, the electric ones. one. But yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so far away. That uh, it just takes me. I back. shot one already, and you get their their scales. The scales. Yeah. Yeah, that's so cool. So I I wanted it, and how I've been getting them lately? Double patty bacon. Got to. All right, but, but before before we do this, I want I want to yes. see what this. Uh, so we got the five. They got five guys style, which is I don't know. This is how they freshly Freddy made. Says yes, it's a spice they put on boardwalk uh, style fries cooked in pure cholesterol free, one hundred percent peanut oil, cut fresh and cooked twice from on the outside and mashed potato on the inside, and then the Cajun style, freshly made boardwalk uh, peanut and then showered showered with a dose of Cajun spice. That's what it is. So that's yeah, it's a spice. There you go. Yes, yeah, and it tastes great. So how I go with that burger lately as I'm looking off in the dark for that dragon mm. is double bacon cheeseburger. I put mayo, tomatoes, lettuce, hot sauce, which isn't hot, but it's white watery. So add some flavor. Oh, I'm mm-hmm. hungry again. I just ate this like an hour and a half ago. I'm hungry again. Yeah. Um, dragon, are you coming out or not, bro? What are yeah. we doing here? Um, and then I've been putting jalapenos on lately. Oh, and okay. It has just Get been that cake. M- massively delicious and i got the fries so i'm literally and i don't eat in my car so i was holding off on getting the fries but i smelt it i smelt it i was like oh son of a bitch i want to talk about uh, that. Right. We, we can address that in a second um but i was like oh son of a gun i want that but the minute i got home i grabbed my bottle of water and i opened my mouth and i put that fry in and you know what mm. you, you know it, it was just kissing Jesus. Mm. It was nice. It was warm. It wasn't watered down. Hit that spice. And I was like, oh, man. And what I love about Five Guys, because I'm a fat ass, is the fact that they give me basically like two fries when you think about it. Because they have enough in the bag to pour over to their small cup. Mm-hmm. And then I was having enough in my cup. And you know who else loves Five Guys fries? My dog. And he's just staring at me. He's like, hi. <laughs> I just went to the vet last week. Mm. I was a good boy. Yeah. I'm like 12 and cute. <laughs> And like my brother died a year ago. I'm not over this trauma, but you know what happens with the trauma? Eating that fries. I'm like, all right, man, here, take a couple. It's fine. It was very nourishing. It was very delicious. We talk about comfort food and sometimes how we get conditioned ourselves to needing something when we have a hard day or we have a cause for celebration. You know, instead of, you know, some people do drinking, some people eat candy. 
I was like, I want some nasty food, but you know, my definition is five guys is bad for you to a degree, but it's not fast food. So I'll go from there, but it was what the soul needed. The void in your heart need to be plugged in with the dopamines and serotonin to be running to the body. And it was just so damn good. Last time I had it, I had it like the milkshake and that nearly killed me. Charles was living on that toilet. God bless the switch. Um, but this, this was definitely there. So five guys, just, just fantastic. Thank you for existing promo code for the soul for the soul for the soul all right so uh before i get to mine i, I did want to discuss um so you, you don't Freddy eat says, i had a ha he said i had a jalapeno popper grilled cheese last night that sounds delicious mm. i do not eat in my car is that like you've been that way your whole life or or or, or is it just your in, car in specifically my... like or 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 do you like would you eat in somebody I, else's car like is, is that i i hate ants Oh, okay. I, 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 that, that's really that's how like I'm Archer. going to the point. That's yeah, how you pretty get much. Into. Yeah, well, is he wrong? <laughs> I don't like things that are creepy, crawly, in my ish mm. coming into it. Not that my car is relatively clean, but part of that is even when it's seasoned, because, you know, if you park your car under a tree and I have trees yeah. um, that are near the carport, sometimes they do come in where yeah. you're at and everything and the moisture. I, I am an easily distracted driver. I will not confirm or deny <laughs> if our if I text or drive. You guys should be so lucky. I don't do fantasy football anymore uh, <laughs> because there there might have been many things that would cause every concerned human being who cares about me like, what are you doing? I'm trying to make trade offers as you're driving. I'm like, man, I'm stuck in Miami traffic. We know how long. Um, I but like, I won't even like have a, a drink in my car. I'll have water, but I'm talking mm. about, like a fountain soda because I also hate a mess. Like yeah. if I spill, I have this like unyielding fear or not fear concern that I'm going to have something. And like, if I had soda that'll just burst open because I, you know, someone stops way too early when they shouldn't. And I have to kind of survive. Mm. Right. And then there's just soda everywhere. And I have to clean up and then it costs more money for the interior design. And then like eating a car, I might have a French fry. I'm not going to lie to you and say that it doesn't cross my mind. It's a French fry. Who's going to say no, mm. but I don't go kind of like past that. And I understand that there are people who eat in the car and there's times where I made special exceptions. If I'm coming back from a road trip, Oh, what the hell? What the hell is this? <laughs> Sorry. I yeah. got distracted by like, I thought I was going to go attack some moblins and then there are fortresses on the back of a talus. That's cool. Yeah. I'm going to fuck you guys up. Yeah. With bombs. I I've had that. Yep. That's a cool surprise. Um, but for, for your sake, it's just not in my nature. What is your position on it? Uh, I'll eat inside the car. Doesn't matter. Yeah, like, I I, I, you're, you're a heathen. Yeah, right. of course, man. Sheesh. I, I've, I've eaten, you know, the pub subs and all that stuff. Like, I've, I've found ways. Ah, I love, I mean, the one, I hate driving. I understand that you can't just sit and eat in certain restaurants. I, I get that. Not everybody has the time. I understand. I understand yeah. 100%. Yeah, and part of it, yeah, is also like, I, I go, I eat lunch, and... Uh, I'm eating lunch in my car because, like, immediately once I'm done, like, turn on the car, I head back to the office. Like, that's that's what I'm doing. That's how that's how things are going. But like, I think Freddy damn Freddy, that looks good. To the Discord. Uh, yeah, he sent the uh, image of the grilled cheese jalapeno popper. The man understands what mm. makes me happy. Indeed, high processed fats, <laughs> um, spicy stuff. Sorry, Doc. Mm. I know I, I said certain things, but to quote the little uh, meme, I lied. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm gonna I'm I'm click on this. We go. Oh, that is tasty. That's that my is, cup that of tea. Tasty morsel. Got the tots and everything. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so 
well, yeah, yeah, I'm, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm good with 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 eating and and driving uh, at the same time or or what have you. Like it's it's just been a thing that I've done. I've uh, as much as I don't like eat, I don't really do it on in the city in Miami. But like if I'm on like a road trip or something like that. Uh, long trip, what have you? Going to Orlando, mm-hmm. going to—I mean, when I went to Tallahassee, man, I, I made a—I made a thing of it. I made a—it was—I enjoyed that—that that sort of thing. But by myself, got my—you know—I I had YouTube playing. I had—I uh, went down. I stopped by—I I would stop by a Burger King. Burger King. This is when my body could could, uh, could process food a lot better, and my metabolism was much more spread. And I was doing way, way better health-wise. But like, uh, go there, I would get. You know the burgers, the fries, and the large strawberry shake. That's what I would do. That was the trip. That was that was like in the middle of the trip, I would just try to just stop by and get that. So uh, eating in the cars has kind of been a thing. Heck, even my family like we would go to like a Wendy's or something, and we just start eating in the car. Uh, you know the fries and stuff like that. So it's it's not really a hard line rule. For, for uh, I mean, it's just the way I've been raised. I don't know if the rest of your family is that way, or that's just I mean, you in particular. You know, they 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 in the car. They in the car. Okay. My father's a forklift mechanic, man. Him and Mama eat in the car. I think that's how we were raised too. All it's right. just my me having the car, and I try not to be okay. disrespectful for it. If they tell me, Freddie says they're speaking to rub it in. Um, they tell me <laughs> that if I want to eat in the car, that's fine. I don't know. It, it's not so much of a manners thing. It's just a pet peeve thing. I don't okay. judge anybody who does it. I just know my have, OCD. Okay. Do you, have you had people like in your car try to eat in your car, and you're, and you're one of those people that's like, uh, uh-uh. <laughs> um, I've never been in a position to refuse someone in oh, my okay. car because right. I will literally take them to go eat. Oh, okay. In the restaurant. All right. All right. So yeah, <laughs> so that, you, you never had like yeah the the. The, the fast food run, you know, you got the bags and the fries and all that stuff like that. Got to remember, I, I really cut that out a healthy amount. And then I, I'm just saying overall, to... like in your life. like yeah. oh, So f- can I can I expand on this fun story? Go ahead, man. So there was a point like five, six years ago, I had my nephew from up north with me. And I, I took him like to the, the, the Celtics fan? To like, to, yeah. No, not him. We yeah. disown him. Yeah. Suck it. Suck it, Antonio. I hope you lose tonight. <laughs> You're disowned. I love your sister more. Um, so listen, listen. All fair, man. All fair. Don't bandwagon something that doesn't have any victories. You know, there was a me. I was never a Golden State fan. Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. You gonna lie to me? I remember everything. He came in my mother's own birthday with Boston Celtics shirt. Mm. You know, your reaction was great. It's like you basically did the equivalent of what I do when I go and say, "Hold up." <laughs> Hold up here! What what is this? We need to have a discussion because there's some ish going on that I don't agree with. Um, but no. So the other one, because I have multiple nieces and nephews, um, but not not really close with them. But with this one, you know, they had come down. I think I took them like Sonics or something because you know they just came from New York. So I was like, oh hey, blah blah blah. And he, he's like, he wanted to fry my car. I'm like, I'm like such and such. Don't in my car, man. Don't eat in my car. Mm. That's what's because kid. Listen, yeah, you're, you're you're what's how how what is the age of your oldest niece or nephew? Uh, my nephew is seven. All right, I'm going to give you some Eight. information about that seven year old that if you haven't realized it yet, I'm about to tell you. Kids are fucking pigs, man. <laughs> uh, and, and yeah, you have to you have to go militaristic sometimes mm. with it. Okay. On the idea of like the food and stuff like that. I'm sure maybe yours are okay. 
but you'll be finding like the Miss French fry, the ketchup packets, the sauces are slightly open. Yeah, Did you okay. put everything in the bag? Yeah, I put it in the bag. I don't like being lied to. Mm. All right? I don't like being lied to. I can't do it. I got <laughs> trust issues. So I expect adults to lie to me. I expect it's what I do for a living. People lie to you all the time. Mm. When a child lies to you, having chocolate smeared on the handle of your car. Mm. I don't know, man. If you stand for nothing in life, Francisco, you'll fall for everything. They'll let your nieces and nephews Be- as they get older. I, and I, I mean, I, I don't really experience like, the, the the really, and I don't really mind it too much. The the uh, like, uh, I, like my my car. I have to clean my car. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> like the outside it's clean I, you know I, I have the, the car wash with a subscription and all that stuff but mm-hmm. like uh, inside I, I need to grab the, uh, the the portable vacuum and, and you know and give it a, a once over there but uh, aside from that like the only thing that I have a pet peeve of as far as like cleanliness is like sharing stuff with people within my space um, is my, my gaming stuff I've, yeah, I've had, oh my god. I've had the cousins oh. uh, back when I was younger. That, uh, they fucking the, pick at your controller. I'm like, why the you sticky? ripping at that? Yeah, they, 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 people, yeah, I don't know. So, I've, I've seen bite marks. I've seen, like, that, and they're not from a dog. No, they're from kids. I, I've, I've, I've had, a, like, I've gone, you know, gone over to cousin's house and just like, why is this sticky? <laughs> what do not you just... do? Like, it's just, it's so, because, I mean, like, gaming is precious to me. Yeah. I've been to cousins' house that were just like they had like you know their their discs flung on the floor. I'm just like, these things are like fifty bucks. <laughs> what about when they're holding it and how they hold it, and you know they're just like colliding with something? Mm. And I'm just like, bro, I was you know like you only like second cousin. We ain't even that related, man. Like I, I will end your ish. It's been, I've I've had, just I've gone to cousins' house, and this is kind of like the OCD in me. When I when I, I've gone over. I'm just like, I gotta organize this. <laughs> I've I've organized my cousins. Like when I did sleepovers in Miami, and I came down from West Palm Beach. I have I've actually spent like like an hour or so just just like you know they're over off doing whatever, watching something else, you know, like Nickelodeon or Cartoon Network or something. Like that. And I'll just be like sitting there like just organizing their game collection because yep. I'm just like these are precious gifts from God. <laughs> And we must take care of them. <laughs> like we, that's that's how much it meant to me. And and lo and behold, my game collection is worth something now. And all my cousins have got rid of all their stuff. So I'm just like, man, ah, I should I should have just been like, I'll take it, because <laughs> my collection would be massive right now. I, I would have made a killing with some of the games that they had, uh, especially like on the GameCube. So they had some like weird stuff on the GameCube that I know would fetch a pretty penny. So sucks oh well as i tell people i'm argentinian colombian man i'll cut out family like nobody's business ain't no spot <laughs> off my back man you know i don't need you okay so you're non-sponsor all right so yeah yeah this is we uh, created an animal freddie you could freddie tell us in the chat if you're in your car or not please <laughs> stop having tasting controls <laughs> freddie <laughs> um so yeah i yeah freddie do you yeah do you oh, eat shit. in vehicles or other people's vehicles because I, I really don't mind that at all to be honest, you just you, y'all just chow down. Just don't make that much of a mess. Like I get crumbs and stuff like that. I get that, but like you know, uh, I, I've never had anybody actually spill anything of any note. Um, 
but not if I'll be home soon enough. Yeah, that's yeah, that's fine. That's that's reasonable. Um, uh, so like, oh yeah, my non-sponsor. So, uh, like Zelda has taken over for sure, and it's been a an obsession. Uh, I think about shrines. I think about the lore. I think about what's going on. But um, it is the like I have the Xbox One. I got the PS3 hooked up as well. I have the Wii U, but none of those. I have the PC. None of that is getting any attention right now. Everything's been set aside, and it's all Zelda. However, because we have uh, during Heat Games, I'll play Zelda during Heat Games because um, I have confidence in Heat. But during Panthers games, I don't play, and because I'm I'm fully focused on the Panthers right now. So it's a nice reprieve. I get to take a little bit break from Zelda, right? I don't go completely insane uh, with with uh, being within Hyrule. However, uh, when the game ends, and you know if we had the quadruple overtime game that ended at two a.m. and the other overtime game, and then this past game, and I, I, I was on a podcast after that. So I still like to game as a kind of get get myself ready to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. So I, I you know. I, I, before I would play like Smash or Rocket League or something like that, just a couple matches or Splatoon and, and go to sleep. But uh, because Zelda's in the Switch, so I can't play Splatoon or anything like that because I have to switch the cartridge. I don't feel like doing that, and um, and I, and I don't want to change to Rocket League or Smash. So I've been on my phone and I downloaded a, a baseball game. So I have MLB the Show, but the Xbox mm-hmm. isn't getting no love right now. It's it's not plugged in. I don't want to switch, and I don't have that many HDMI ports. And I bought one of those ex- like extender things, but like I'm not I'm not doing that right now. Uh, so no Xbox, no Xbox. We're, we're not playing MLB the Show, but I still want to play a baseball game. So uh, the app stores, uh, Apple or, or um, uh, Google, whatever the, the Android stores, like they've got some pretty slick baseball games. And the latest one that I've been playing is MLB Perfect Ending 23. It's got your boy, Garrett Cole, on the cover. Yeah. Um, I started playing it. Uh, I just found it out of a whim. Just kind of like, oh, let me look. Because I was looking up the other one that I, I had previously downloaded on my phone. I just didn't find it. And so I was just looking it up and I searched and I saw this. And graphics are okay for a, a mobile phone baseball video game. This would have been like probably the best looking game on the xbox 360 a long time ago uh for a baseball game it's got all the microtransaction mechanics and all stuff like that but you don't really have to do them you can kind of get some slick baseball players for free i got a team with garrett cole my rotation is garrett cole sandy alcantara um uh i forgot the other pitchers uh justin verlander uh at least those three i got those guys like basically out of the gate which is insane. It's like uh, I, I don't even have that in MLB the Show in 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 Diamond Team, so it, it's better. My team is better on the phone than it is on uh, on the console. But uh, graphics are pretty good. They have all the modern stadiums and all that stuff, and it's it's easy. It's an easy game. Just kind of just touch and 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 play. You can choose to pitch. You can choose to just hit. You can just do that. Or you can just have it play automatically if you just feel like doing it kind of sort of like a fantasy element they have like a trade market so you can trade players and 
or sell off players and or buy players for yourself. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I, I mean, I've I've been enjoying it. That's kind of been the number two game for me lately, aside from Zelda. It's kind of like the down period when I'm when I'm not playing Zelda and I just I'm just sitting in my bed and just be like, ah, let me let me uh, do this. I can listen to a podcast while I'm while I'm playing and it's just like, ah, oh, this is this is nice and delightful. So uh, MLB Perfect Inning 23, yeah, uh, promo code uh, Cold Job. <laughs> I, I had a tear in my. You see, there is one Cold Job that we got tonight, just yeah. not what was expected. Yeah, I mean the Yankees tied the game it was four four. Oh no, Baltimore took a lead again. Okay. Yeah, and then with the heat, I'm just checking on my computer right now. They're down. Oh, they're up. Yeah. What I've noticed, do you? I don't know if you believe in viewership jinxing, mm. but I feel like a good hard component of that is is that if I watch the first game in the beginning with the yeah. first half, that's when the doom hits, and then I get like really bent out of shape. And then if that's I just let you, the third quarter yeah. come aside, tune in when the fourth quarter starts. <laughs> Yeah, but is that not how the traction's been, right? I mean, that's one, what I've been two. doing. Um, uh, well, no, game three, I watched pretty much the entire game. Same. So but I'm like, I'm, but like game two was with I was with my betrayer nephew, hmm. and he was like Boston, 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 and you know, going from there, I'm like, boy, boy, shut up, hmm. you know, because I'll hit a sixteen year old. You know, like, we 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 ain't soft in this household. Hmm. And then I, I forgot to text him because I, I I don't I'm humble I know shocker of me saying that that I'm not gonna rub in the face of I don't rub in the face of anybody truthfully I mean I might go on like the Twitter sp- uh, spree and I might you know tweet out to what you put in or what Jeremy Taché puts in or you show. know yeah. stuff like that pretty much front of the show you know follow him on Ballet Sports and all that fun jazz As he ascends but the sports media ladder he made me listen to stroking because you know that was the running joke or not i don't know if it was a running joke but that was the thing that like one of the jimmy butler mat uh post matches songs was stroking by clarence carter mm. i was literally listening to it today okay before we came on the show and i was like <laughs> there is no god that's my answer after i heard that song it's basically about banging but it's like in the 80s where it's talking about banging he's like i'm stroking to the east stroking to the west Mm. You know, I went with my lady. I stroke it to the best. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, don't do a sound clip of that because people, if my job are, they'd be like, is he like, is he like that one Dr. Ruth lady that used to do things on the sex network? I'm like, no, I'm quoting a song. Um, yeah, I, I, let me ask you this. Should we just transition to NBA or do we want to do the cage? Cause now we got me thinking <laughs> coming uh, into it. Because I, I mean, felt like the jinx mentality. I mean, the NBA was basically just us watching. Oh wait, but I mean, we can, we, I mean, do you there, want to talk about, you know, uh, the, I do you know, LeBron and, and the, the Lakers and, and Jokic and all those guys. Do you want to, yeah, we can, we yeah. can talk about it. I, I, I would gladly like to, for a couple of reasons, yeah. I guess the, you know, the, the cage is going to be fine as it is. You know, you guys will hear some stuff. So Western conference finals, a full sweep, Nikola Jokic basically just end all be all proverbially whoops that ass with Jamal Murray. Made everybody putting Lakers uh, out. regret their MVP voting. Well, you know what? He's a very humble man. And this is so weird to be on the flip side that Andrew, if he, if he was with us today, he would just kind of be like, like he's dead, right? But if he was with us, he'd be like, you're being humble? I'm like, listen, I'm an objective person. We've talked about this. I was the same way I was Jimmy Butler. I'm like, I don't see him in Philly, but here he's perfect. The Paris phase... Dinosaurs are cooler when they're extinct. Why? Because if they were alive, contrary to Francisco's wants, they would kill all of us and we would not survive, as Jurassic Park and Jurassic World has taught us. But 
my beginning statement was Jokic, and from very like very early into the season, was I not saying like, oh, Jokic is the MVP to me? Joel mm-hmm. Embiid having the scoring that high was irrelevant to me. Why? Because that tends to happen. I need a full, complete posture to decide why somebody should be MVP or not. And this man was so close to being a big lead in triple double. He did have the first seed in the West and the West was just as hard as the East. The East wasn't actually as bad as people thought it was. Cause we're stuck in that rut of what is good or is bad. They were competitive bunks of conferences, but he elevated his play until Jamal Murray had made the rounds, but they went with Joel. Obviously, you know, 76ers eliminated by Boston of all mm-hmm. teams. So there's that. And then Denver just had kind of gone through and the Lakers itself. I, I, I don't know how you allow you got to fight for your guys and you have to be smart with your shots. And everybody has kind of been poop in the bed where D'Angelo Russell was not playing well. And he was benched to be a part of the rotation on the bench rotation. Mm. Anthony Davis was not playing well. And there's LeBron who ended night oh, at 40. You man. can tell he listen. I, I will say poor Matt because contrary to belief, there's only a handful of people. And I'm one of them that just didn't hate LeBron. I didn't hate him when he coming out. I didn't hate him when he came to the Heatles. I wouldn't have hated him even if he comes to the Heat because I do – in my life, what? I got the Jordan back nine era. Hmm. 90, 96 to 2000, essentially. I was only but of seven. And what I hate about the young ones who are, we're arguing with now, not my nephew, thankfully, but you know who we have kind of argued with is that you weren't alive during that time. So there is that process where people tell you who's good and people tell you who's bad. It, it, it's nature. I got to see the back nine of Jordan and... But I was always there for the full LeBron. And what he was is that he's one of those few number one picks right out of high school who not only just fit the bill, they remade the bill in his image. Mm. He, he, he kind of hit that pro- progression where he had, what, four MVPs, four championships amongst 11 appearances with three different teams, each one not having really a carryover except for that Miami Heat team um, that went back-to-back to show anything you guys really have to love it and appreciate it and the funniest thing to me is that we're always going to be chasing that um that high of that kind of generational talent for the next i don't know long period of time until happens we're doing with victor wambaya we've never we've, we've tried to do with everybody who was number one pick and they were a bust right and then as much as we give credence to our love of Kobe for the fan base, God, people realize Kobe wasn't number one overall. Sorry. So it's a different kind of thing, you mm-hmm. know, where, where we're getting that comparison. So this man who is 39, I am 33 years old and I'm an achy, breaky boy, man. Mm-hmm. Achy, breaky boy. And I couldn't go 40 minutes. I can barely go like five minutes, you know, on the treadmill without my heart giving out. So he goes, gives 40 minutes. And what has been typical of the Lakers in the series, because I did watch to the best of my ability. What has been typical of the Lakers this series, most importantly, was the fact that they actually could build some sustainable leads, but they couldn't close out. This is part of the problem when you have an experienced coach in Darvin Ham, and I'm sure Darvin's going to be fine. I, I, you know, I, I don't see any reason why he wouldn't, right? And this is also what happens when you have players that are primarily on the offensive side. And here's the thing about defense in basketball it is truthfully non-existent because half the time they are um canceled out by the fouls that are called on a player right Mm -hmm. we might not realize it or recognize it but when it comes to the playoffs the refs get kind of lazy and they ignore 
the precedence, unless your name is Scott Foster, they ignore the precedence of what they were doing way ahead of time. You know what I mean? So what they couldn't do for him was being counteractively done differently for what that Denver team was doing mm. to lead to that elimination. And it, it just let out what they went through. And mind you, it wasn't so much that LeBron had to be the 40-point guy and still couldn't get it done. That's sometimes an error we want to make. It was the fact that no one else could even come to level of play, and they were so slow-moving on a lot of stuff that I I feel bad for him, but you know I understand he's out there. But as I tell people, oh damn, I missed that. As I kind of tell people what I've noticed, and this is this is a small little ESPN journalist in me. And when we say small ESPN journalist in us, it's talking about like you know without any proof and just opinions. He doesn't seem to be enjoying everything about that team and that organization as he did with Miami or with his return back to Cleveland. And now he's kind of playing retirement and congratulations, Laker fans and Laker organization. You made, you made, you know, probably one of the people not want to fulfill his contract in full. Congrats. Good job. I think, well, yeah, LeBron probably, because he only, he signed what was a four-year contract, right? That's basically his his whole deal. His last contract is one more year and then was it this um, year it was this year a player right? option yeah so he's okay, got a player option. and a player option yeah. okay so like yeah because he's been doing like the four-year stuff he did it in miami then cleveland and now la so like he's i mean he came in and he had two motives when he came to the lakers i mean one he wanted to play for the lakers because of like the prestige and all that stuff uh and he thinks because of the prestige he could attract players to come with him because he's lebron and then of course he had the side stuff of his you know movie as his movie career and his movie ambitions and studio ambitions you know making entertainment and that's that type of stuff so i mean he's accomplished that side right with yeah. the with the movie stuff he's produced now they've you know produced movies got his own studio he's was in a uh a, 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 a sequel to space jam whatever uh he's, he made the house party movie yeah he just didn't need a sequel or reboot but what do i know yeah so he's done that stuff so he's there uh but i think the basketball stuff which is kind of what as much as he's gonna do all that movie stuff and it's gonna propel some stuff on the side he's gonna be known as being a basketball player right that's gonna be the thing because like jordan's done a bunch of stuff (laughs) oh i mean being a terrible owner if you want to put that as a top of your resume by all means that's why but, he's trying to sell it. But in any case, Jordan's Jordan's done a bunch of stuff. He's got his hands in a bunch of uh, things as far as investments and everything like that. He's got his he's he's down here right now, uh, probably at his golf course. So like he he's um, but he's ultimately remembered as a basketball player. Yeah. It doesn't matter all the millions of other stuff that he's done. Right? He's, he's I think he has like a, a race team and like NASCAR and stuff like that or a Formula One. He's he's got a bunch of stuff because like Jordan likes Jordan likes all kinds of sports and stuff because he loves gambling. <laughs> yep. So that's that's the reason why. Uh, watch him buy the Ottawa Senators because <laughs> they're they're still up for sale. He's uh, like I don't know anything about hockey, but I know you can bet on hockey with DraftKings. Exactly. And well, hockey is pretty tough to bet on because it's such a random sport. <laughs> so, uh, but in any case, but of course Jordan loves the thrill of that. But. Uh, LeBron did all of that, and now he's at the end of four years. And at the end of four years, it didn't really 
as much as I think he he tries to not let it bother him, I think there's still there is a part in the back of his head uh, that's like that really really wants to win one more and kind of take away the 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 smell of the 2020 championship. Yeah. Well, he's got the Kobe DNA, and I know everybody who's riding that dick, mm-hmm. you know, hates me for saying it, but Kobe was known for wanting to be a winner. Mm-hmm. LeBron wants to be a winner. He would How do I want to say this delicately? You know, I, I'm not going to try to throw shade on Carmelo Anthony. There, There is a lot of <laughs> team. Just retired. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, listen, you can't say you just retired if you didn't play throughout the entire season. I'm sorry. You have been retired. You were unwanted. Yeah. Let's for, stop with the semantics. For two years, right? Yeah. Right? You know, like the, the, well, he was with the Lakers last year, I think. He was? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the truth hurts, but it's not an un, It's not a secret truth. We, You do not shed light onto it, bud. And I like Carmelo Anthony. You know, it doesn't help that for me, his career is... I dedicate this monument to the memory of the souls of Scamander Zelda. What did I just... I found a grave? Interesting. Okay. Um, I, I do not think that Silent Princess Lovely Flower was said to... Sorry. Okay, cool. Um, I, I do not think that the highlight of your career should be still the fight with Kevin Garnett, but that was my favorite <laughs> highlight. So I get to have what I want sometimes. I think that sure is. But... Wait, he, the man cared so much about winning that not only did he go to the franchises that he wanted to go to that felt that he felt not only maximized his best talent as a player with the coaches, but also he was quick to demand players come in there. And some people might complain, like, LeBron was a play GM. He wants to do this. Whereas I got my boy Damian Lillard just dying out there in Portland. You know, where like his third best option was Al Farouk Aminu. Yeah, we're going on hard names here. Mm. Or even, you know, you have Bradley Beal. who's like, oh, I got the contract, but I'm, I'm happy to be here. If you call yourself, and this is where he is a little Jordan, a little Cody, uh, Kobe, Cody, you know, we're going with Gage, Kobe, is that if you care so much about winning, aside from the pay cuts LeBron took to a certain degree, if you care so much about winning, wouldn't you want to maximize the best talent around you? So he had that effect that Cody, uh, Cody, once again, Cody, Kobe <laughs> had, and that, um, Jordan had where they would kind of make those demands to the GMs because they felt if you considered me to literally just not be the franchise for now, but the franchise forever, I don't want you to do all these things. And that's commendable. And the fact is now we're seeing the end of that because I'll tell you now, bud, in the current spiel of things, I don't see many players out there who would have that kind of one is a little bit of audacity to do so, but two, that clout to get you there at all and you need to appreciate it because here's the thing he is the player who backs it up he's a guy that you want don't quote to me that oh he doesn't play all 80 something games i don't care not even the highest paid guys do oh he's been injured yeah he's 39 and goes hard in the paint the man's not faking it oh we just hate him because you know he whines and complains about fouls and everything so does your favorite player yeah. and lebron had the effect of the kobe and michael effect of and this is where I have to take a slight, slight shot at Jokic, who I just called MVP. And, you know, I, I've forgiven him for being a dinosaur. I said, you know what? There was still Jurassic Park and Lost World. It's okay. All dinosaurs were given. Hmm. LeBron was your mainstream capability because not only did he convince people to buy not just one kind of jersey, right? His jersey. He convinced people to buy Cleveland Cavalier jerseys. Convinced hmm. people to buy um, Miami Heat jerseys. Convinced people to buy you know, Los Angeles Lakers jerseys, even though that was always bought up the whole time, but that's the point of what I'm making. So 
I don't think he's retiring. I think he's going to play it out. But the the wanting of playing with his son one one time is hard because you have to structure so much to happen. Mm. It's a pipe dream. You can be your son's agent. Next best thing. Um, Lamar Jackson, Mama got a whole bunch of cash, even though he's self represented. Yeah. You know, I, so I think that's LeBron's. Why... He's gonna. I mean, we'll see how his his son actually does in college. To see if he's going to uh, USC, so yeah. it's going to be a long season. I mean, but I will say it is important. <laughs> That's how his well, story... Well, it depends, I, right? It depends on the one and done. Because what if he sucks? Uh, what if he sucks? Like, but what if he's not ready? Guys. What if LeBron's like... What if LeBron, as a dad, as a father, as a basketball father, is as like... a pappy. And what if he's just like, hey, son, you know, maybe maybe if you go one more year, you can, you know, raise your draft stock and all that stuff and, and everything like that. Because, like, I mean, what's... Uh, what's the point of, of, of doing all that? And like, he's only a second rounder at most. And that's just because of his name. Right. I, I don't think it's going to have the Tim Hardaway junior vibe or the Scotty Pippen son vibe. But I understand where you're coming from. Exactly. I'm just saying, I'm just saying things, things could go that way. Right. The NBA only has a few spots drafted every year and he's, he's got competition. You know, and what if USC doesn't make the NCAA tournament? Right? There's all kinds of things that could happen. So it's not—it's not like USC is a bastion of of it's UCLA. That's that's the school, right? That's the school. You notice he went to USC, didn't go to UCLA. Yeah, um, you trash. So, so that's that's the prestige school compared to to the other one. So you know that's. Uh, but in any case, um, yeah, I think he's just yeah he's at a crossroads right now. He's at the point where, uh, maybe also as a as a father, as a daddy, he's he's probably also thinking like, man, you know, his son could be overshadowed. Like, cause like, you, there's only so few players that have done it like that. Um, and even then, like in hockey, you had, um, you had Gordy Howe play with his sons, but Gordy mm-hmm. Howe is literally Mister Hockey. That is. That was the nickname that everybody gave him. Like that's that's he's one of the greatest players of all time. So his sons were nowhere near as good as him. So that was, and he played into his fifties. That 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 was you know that was a nice story and all that stuff. But I mean that's those are his sons definitely were overshadowed by his by their dad. Um, yeah. And then you had the the opposite effect, which was you know Ken Griffey Jr. and his dad. Like senior was was a all right baseball player. But you know, Junior is the better player. Uh, he he was the, the phenom, all that stuff like that. So uh, that that was a whole different situation where the son was, the dad was like you know washed, but they the Mariners were terrible, and they want you know, to feel good, moment. Junior, yeah, Junior was the hot shot, and they yeah, let's do feeling to sell some tickets. Let's just do that. Uh, so LeBron's kind of a weird thing where it's just like he's. <laughs> It's 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 a weird thing. Like if, if he and his son were on the same team, he would probably be better than his son, right? And that's that's not great <laughs> for the son to kind of establish himself. Now this ain't this is uh I, I don't know. I think he might want to be out of the league in order to kind of let his son be at least have a stand on his own two feet. I don't know. I don't know. It, it, it's it's kind of a weird thing. Because I could see LeBron, like LeBron's had like talks of like ambitions. I don't know if he actually wants to do it, but he's he's um, you know met with Tom Brady and he's worked out with them, with him, with the Armir Yager, these guys that 
that lasted, you know, into their mid-40s. So it's not like he's not wanting to do that. Maybe he does want to be one of those players. Maybe he's also at a crossroads like, well, my son's now old enough uh, to possibly be in the league by the time I start doing this uh, and try and be at the top of my game doing all this. But, um, yeah. I mean, Dwight Howard had the that video. I don't know if you saw the video of him having like a pretend conversation with LeBron trying to convince him to come to Taiwan. <laughs> Where he's like, you've already like broken all these records. You know, all these championships, come on over, come on over. Like, um, uh, so that's the argument is compelling, uh, yeah. You know, I mean, you know, go to Taiwan, have some fun, whatever. But, uh, of course, LeBron's never gonna do it. I don't know, I, I, I won't mind if he comes back, I won't mind if he's playing until he's in his 40s. Uh, but it's just, it's a weird situation, it's a, it's, it's a unique situation. This has never really happened in any other sport where. Uh, there, there's a possibility of of of, of the son uh, of a guy of this caliber. Like usually, most most athletes, yeah, there's there's you know great hockey families, great uh, baseball families, uh, but they're usually separated by a lot, right? You never really see fathers and sons playing together in the same league at the same time. I can't name you juniors that were good at all. Yeah, um, there's very Unless few. You, the, like, the only ones I could tell you is the Ball family. Because, you know, daddy didn't get far at all. Yeah, well, this is about him. Yeah, there's that. But, like, you know, uh, like Barry Bonds was clearly better than his dad. So mm-hmm. you had that. You had, um, I told you about the Howes already. Uh, uh, Bobby Hall and Brett Hall, were the, they were both Hall of Famers. So you had that. But, of course, Bobby didn't play with Brett. They were, they had, you know, a time of separation there. So there was no real overshadowing there. But. Eventually, yeah, but they both ended up being Hall of Famers. That's probably the closest I can get up to actual, like, you know, the apple not fall- falling far from the tree type of thing. Ironically, wrestling has a whole bunch of later generations that were better. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, what, Rocky Johnson and The Rock? Yeah, Rocky oh, Rocky Johnson, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. You had mm-hmm. um, also Bob, Cowboy Bob Orton and Randy Orton. You know, that's another one okay. you want to kind of consider. Now nice you have segue. some of yeah, yeah, right. Look, it's almost as if I have it all connected without having you. Guys I mean, we can do it. We're at halftime with the Heat game. It's fifty-six fifty. All right, let me save. Yeah, let save, me save. save. I mean, the game I, automatically I, saves a lot. Well, that's I'm that the checkpoints person. are pretty good. Yeah, I know, yeah. I know. I do the same when I finish the stream. Because what, what the if you get to Rito Village and you take that whole, you know how Lucky Clover is looking for a journalist. I I haven't done that. Side quest yeah. Shit. Well, you know that's in Rito Village. You can find them. But so they're telling me I've done twenty hours of that. I don't believe you. As I realize, I spent almost two hours doing this shit. Um, maybe I do believe it. But that's the whole thing about the game. It's just mindless fun. It's fantastic. So, welcome everybody. Your hey. weekly Truplex the Cage with Charles. Remember, wrestling is not fake. It's scripted. It's a stage fight. It's a song and dance, poetry and emotion. Despite it's not ballet. According to the superstar Billy Graham, who has passed, um, even though I think it's ballet, not disrespecting the dead. There is a difference of interpretation. How do you like your wrestling, kids? How, you know, I, I'm your wrestler and I'm your mater D, right? Mm. Uh, whisper what you want. You ain't never had a wrestling analyst like me. Um, it's about men and women being the holy hell of each other, chasing championships, establishing their legacies, and a whole lot of fun. And, and, and <sighs> Francisco, it's just too much. It's just too much. How? How? Mm. How? Mm. Am I supposed to play Zelda, mm. work out, you'll see why, 
live my life on a holiday weekend and see you know family and friends and everything in between and watch wrestling because there's not one there's not two there's three pay-per-views this weekend i told you guys we're gonna be in it to win it we're gonna be in it to win it as they are letter kenny saying and the in it to win it is i gotta talk to you about wrestling oh boy on three pay-per-views so wwe it's a shorter segment than you think because I'm not really going to pinpoint stories or highlights. I'm going to give you the predictions, but there's some stories that come into it. But WWE is doing two pay-per-views. They have NXT Battlegrounds that's happening on Sunday, what, the 26th. You have not of Champions, which is happening at Saudi Arabia at 1 p.m. on Saturday. I'm barely rolling out of bed at like 11, man. I got to go to the gym. And I got to avoid spoilers. And I don't think that, and that one has an importance. And then you had AEW's Double or Nothing, which last year I partially saw as I'm in the Seminole Hard Rock Casino on Margarita number four. And God forbid what was happening if I went on that fifth Margarita, let me tell you. You know, realize I'm not winning money, but my boy is in the slots and we're not going to the Hard Rock this year. It's okay. Um, we avoid sometimes, right? Uh, but it was a good time. That's when the Heat got eliminated by Boston. So it almost feels perfect that I'm doing this on the podcast where we're burying Boston and winning 56 to 50. Please, God, let it happen. Let the revenge be sweet and not cold, but fiery. To ruin their taste buds. Hmm. Um, they're doing double nothing. And then you have nine champions NXT Battleground. So how are we doing this? Well, first and foremost, I'm not even going to talk about the pay-per-views. There's been a shit ton of injuries happening in all of wrestling. New Japan Pro Wrestling, I believe Tomohiro Ishii has hurt his neck. We love Tomohiro Ishii. Mercedes Monet, a.k.a. formerly Sasha Banks, who wrestles for NGPW now. New Japan. She busted her ankle. I sent you that video. I feel bad for her because she was out there making that legit money. Mm. You know, taking that chance on herself. Was that the one you sent me? Yeah, where she fell off the uh, top mm. rope and her Oof. ankle went there. She went to finish the match. She was supposed to win the match. She calls an audible, tells the ref she ain't doing it, tell Willow Nightingale because it was for the um, first ever New Japan Strong Women's Championship. The strong series is usually the U.S. stuff that they're trying to get people over, you know, for Americans to be into um, their database. There's stuff that they like. Actually, no, it wasn't Tomohiro Ishii. My apologies. It was um, – god damn it. They have so many similar names. You know, get, get because there's it, it's an Ishii. It, he's in Bullet Club, man. He's in Bullet Club. I will get to that to correct that error because I feel like that was my bad um, going from there. But she heard herself uh, – was it Hiromu Takahashi? No, it wasn't Hiromu Takahashi. This is an old one. Yeah, this one a couple years ago. Damn it, Google. Why can't you do things better? I swear. It's bothering me. It, it, it's going to get <laughs> me, man. Tell me something. Any, anywho, let, let's get back to it. So she had just kind of um, busted herself up, busted her ankle. It, it's ankle. It's going to take some time um, to get there for her. You know, you, you can only have some suspicions of what it's going to be and how she's going to come back. And then in WWE standpoint, they had the women's wrestling um, that was coming in, or I'm sorry, women's tag team championships that Raquel Gonzalez or Raquel Rodriguez now and Liv Morgan held. And what happened was that Liv apparently, um, she either separated her shoulder or she did Taji Ishimori got hurt. I had to deep dive that man. It was bothered me so badly. (laughs) Um, I don't prep for the show anymore when it comes to the cage. I let the spirit mm. tell me. But Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez had to vacate their women's tag team titles 
because I guess she had some kind of a separated shoulder coming from there. And then the person that she was going against that match, Dakota Kai, tore her ACL. So it's like, damn. And here's the thing that you guys need to realize about injuries. It, yes, cards are always subject to change, but there's always a story that you're pushing. You might have certain things in light for that person, what you wish to do. But also when the injuries kind of mount and they come up, who is next person up? You might not have that available to you. And, and it's kind of like a bummer. I hate when injuries happen because you realize people are gone for a long period of time. And then you end up kind of missing them a little bit. Case in point, when Kenny Omega was gone for AEW for a long time, I was like, damn, it doesn't feel the same. I'm kind of sick of half of this stuff going on. I'm sick of talking about CM Punk. Let's bring back Kenny, even though they have the very interesting stuff. But pay-per-views happening all around. So how we start this let's start with battlegrounds and then go to aw so nxc battlegrounds it's going to be live on peacock get peacock is five bucks you guys can watch old episodes of the office and realize it's not as good as parks and rec i'm sorry somebody had to say it yeah. it's good but it doesn't hold up just as well you still love the jim and pam romance even though they try to separate you still love michael scott but then really when you if you had the office during the woke culture uh, part of the society it wouldn't survive but still some of the funniest lines I've heard. And I still enjoy it. We love Dwight. So anywho, matches going on for um, NXT Battlegrounds. They're, it's on right now, NXT. So they're getting to this part of it. You know, the women's championship was vacated by Indy Hartwell. They are going through progression matches, matches to get to the finalists. Whoever wins, that wins. I'm guessing it's going to be Cora Jade versus Roxanne Perez. They've had this song before. They've had this dance before. They've had grudge matches before. This time will be the first time to take a title. Friend versus friend. Or former friends versus each other. You know how that goes. I predict Cora Jade's going to win. Am I investing in storyline? Yeah. Let's see. Because that's how I'm going to do it with these very three cards. To, to, I'm going to say, am I invested in it or not invested in it? And I'll tell you why if I am. Gallus versus the Creed Brothers. NXT Tag Championships. Uh, Creed Brothers, former NXT Tag Champions. They did not get called up. Pretty Deadly got caught up. Yes, boy. Uh, we love those guys, by the way. We love Pretty Deadly. They're on SmackDown. Watch them. Um Gallus is fine as tag team champions. I don't really care for the story behind it. I will care for the match. They didn't have enough time when they had the last pay-per-view or the last uh, TV special when it was that fatal four-way setting up for the tag belts. But, you know, sometimes if I'm going to get good wrestling, that's all I need at the end of the day. Wesley versus Tyler Bate versus Joe Gacy for the NXT North American Championship. Invested, but with a caveat. So, Wesley has been a great champion. He's been defending those belts. You guys heard me hyping that up when he defended against Ijack and when he had a fatal five-way a couple weeks ago. It was good-ish. I was enjoying it um, during WrestleMania weekend. I don't feel like Joe Gacy is needed. I understand that you want to have kind of like the heel in there as Tyler Bates a face and then Wesley's a face, but I don't feel like you need it. And my concern is that Joe Gacy's actually going to win. Um, oh, I didn't do predictions. I'm sorry for the tag team belts. Uh, I have Gallus winning. Creed Brothers will still win out, but they'll be caught up by November. That's my prediction. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. What can I tell you? Um, it's okay. That's not the one I'm feeling bad about, about being right, because apparently I'm wrong about everything because I did not have Roman winning at WrestleMania. And boy, howdy. Sometimes sometimes I should just listen to me instead of doing other stuff. But I would say I feel like Joe Gacy might win, or I feel like what would happen is that he'll take the pin, and then Tyler Bate and Wesley will continue, and this will lead to the heel turn. Noam Dar versus Dragon Lee, British round rules for NXT Heritage Cup. So prior to NXT or alongside NXT was NXT UK. We talked about it lightly. It produced some matches of the year, such as Walter at that time. Now he's Gunther on the main roster, but Walter versus Ilya Dragunov too. Y'all should watch that. That is, if I had to show you a couple of matches, a lot of them involve Walter slash Gunther, Ilya would be part of it too. So the Heritage Cup, I guess, was like a secondary title or a, a yeah, title. Yeah, very fancy a looking title. trophy. 
Yeah, Dragon Lee hasn't really been booked well since he came on board in April. He hasn't really had a big few. Noam Dar is a little underrated, in my opinion. You don't know what talent he's got out there because he hasn't been projected as much. He was gone for a bit, but now he's here. Um, Dragon Lee should win that, but I don't know. They got to they gotta do some stuff with it. Speaking of Ilya Dragunov, him and Dijak, last man standing, sign me up. Put it in my veins. Por favor. I am investing in this match. The whole thing is that Jijak just wants his justice. Remember, he was in NXT, got called up, was in retribution. Nothing came of it. Went back to um, NXT, came back with this very different character where he looks like um, last action hero vibes. And I love it. I just need him come out in this pay-per-view in a Judge Dredd attire. And I'll be peachy keen i love a little cheese in my wrestling i am the law and i'm not talking about carl urban dread either. i'm talking about sylvester stallone armand asante 95 96 baby give me what i want him and uh dragonoff and we love dragonoff we love the song we love all five foot six of them he's gonna beat the holy hell out of um Dijak. he'll win it but it's just gonna be good eats mm. for your boy because how do you like your wrestling I like my wrestling with good storytelling in the ring. One day I'll do a whole explanation of what that looks like, but also just nice thuds that seems like they're actually beating the hell out of each other. Last man standing, boy, if we did a drinking rules, we wouldn't be standing at the end of it. So yeah. I'm excited for the pay-per-view. Am I going to watch it day one on Sunday? No. Instead, what am I going to do? It's May 28th at 8 p.m. Instead, what I'm going to do is watch it probably that Monday. In lieu of watching Raw, um, I'll watch that, but it's my brother-in-law's birthday party. Damn it. Family gets involved, man, <laughs> on all the things I want. So there are lies about guts. AW double or nothing. I've talked to you about it. Oh, Peter up 6152. Charles Effect kicking in, mm-hmm. baby. It's, oh, man. Betbuzz is going to be playing. Betbuzz <laughs> is going to be playing. It's going to be good. So am I excited for this pay per view? Debatably. Have I seen the card? Yes. Am I going to like the match matches in full? Yes. There is a consequence sometimes to. Having a bloated um, pay-per-view show, you know what I mean? That there is because having too much. What having too much? What is your idea? Well, you should have three slices of pizza, not five. You should have some of the five guys' fries, not the bag and then half of the uh, the giant size. You know what I mean? Mm. One cheese slice of cheesecake is perfectly fine, though. I know people who yell at me for that. I. Uh, we'll go from a bit by foot. I'm just looking through some of the big matches. Apparently, it's going to be the Hardy Party versus the Firm. I sent you the ultimate deletion. There's a stipulation to that, which says Matt Hardy will own anything Page's contract again if he's able to beat the Firm. They did the Cardi Compound, the Firm deletion, where it's Isaiah Cassie just doing the orgasmic noises, which I love so much. If I knew how to use technology, if I cared about social media, I'll clip it up. I enjoy it for what it is. This is really just the Hardy Party coming back in to get some relevance, but we love Stokely Hathaway. So anything that gives him some some shot to it, I'll be very happy. But I expect the Hardy Party to win. Jade Cargill versus Taya Valkyrie. Jade Cargill has gone over 500 days without being um, pinned or losing her title. She holds a TBS title, which is the second Dairy Women's title. Sometimes it feels like the main title, if I could be honest, for the women's division. Uh, Jamie Hayter has been hurt. That's why. Am I invested in the match? Eh, do I think it should be better? Yes, because I sent you the botch of it, where it was a roll-up that wasn't a roll-up, where it was in sequence. I actually think Cargill loses. 
A lot of people think it's going to continue until someone like Chris Statlander comes out. No, I think she loses Ty Valkyrie. I think that's how it ends. 21-man Blackjack Battle Royale for the International Championship, formerly the All-Atlantic Championship, but they renamed it. Orange Cassie's holding that belt. It's going to be a battle royal, and whoever's left standing is going to end up winning. I don't know. I don't know who the entrants are. There's so many people there. The International Championship has been you know, considered to be, I would say, the secondary title, like the second best you know, push title because it's better than the TNT title, right? And the trios championships are fine. The tag team titles are, we're going to talk about that in a second, I promise you. Mm. But let's see what happens. Uh, Orange Cassidy is a favorite of Tony Khan. We'll go from there. So this match, FTR, you know, Cash Wheeler, Dax Hardwood, the revival from what they were in NXT, but they're not that anymore. They're, They're FTR. They're just damn good tag teams against Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett was in WFWCW days. He has linked up with Jay Lethal, who was popular in Impact, Ring of Honor. And Karen Jarrett, Jeff's real-life wife, came out, low-blowed them. I don't, I don't care about this match. <laughs> I, I, I think you might get something good of it. Jeff Jarrett was also the pusher for Impact Wrestling and um, that helped create that TNA and Impact and all that stuff. And I think there was a, another name for it as well, but I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole because it wasn't something I never cared too much about. He's there having a good time. His theme song's cool. I, I appreciate it, but this is a pay-per-view. And can you tell me if this is the best story to tell for a pay-per-view match? We're not paying five bucks here, guys. That's the thing I want you to realize, Francisco. This is a $50 pay-per-view. And you're going to give me FTR versus Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. And with Mark Briscoe being the special guest referee. And, you know, Mark Briscoe's brother died. Uh, Jay Briscoe, he's going to be doing the refereeing stuff, coming into as a special guest. I... I know you want to have something emotional there. You know, the Briscoe brothers were there as a, a, you know, focus of tag team wrestling, especially for Ring of Honor. But I don't know. Sometimes you have to go for the whole of the public of who's buying, as opposed to those who might just enjoy this little slice of the pie. Not into it. If the match is good, that's fine. The ways I end up seeing these matches are maybe YouTube, <clears throat> YouTube internet. Um, we go from there. Warlow versus Christian Cage for the TNT Championship. They say it's a ladder match. In that's fine. I'm interested. I thought it was going to be Warlow versus Luchasaurus. The TNT title has been badly booked for a very long time. The best one to hold that TNT belt was Miro, and he's back, but they don't do anything with it. Um, I think Warlow wins. I don't think Christian's going to do it. I think Warlow's going to retain, and that's what will lead to Warlow versus Luchasaurus, and they'll continue from there, but they got to figure out what they're doing. Jamie Hayter versus Tony Storm. It's a rematch of the match that led to Jamie Hayter retaining. She wins. They're going to do Forbidden Door. I'm just already going to push on that and go from there. Adam Cole versus Chris Jericho on Sanction Match. Remember, Adam Cole came back having a lot of concussions, couldn't do anything with it for a long time. He knows career is coming in. Jericho's his guy to kind of elevate him. Cole's going to win. Jericho's at that point in his career. Well, maybe he'll win some stuff, but he's going to help put over other guys because Adam Cole at the end of the day is going to be the guy who challenges and wins the main title next. I feel we're going to talk about that, that in a second, but God, man, there's so many damn matches and that's why i have to compress this because i wouldn't want to hear myself about wrestling all the time right <sighs> deep rock charles blackpool combat club the elite anarchy in the arena match i talk about it lightly blackpool combat club consists of wheeler yuda um brian danielson john moxley Kaleo casagnoli versus the elite being hangman and page kenny omega the young bucks matt jackson nick jackson anarchy in the arena just think about no holds barred match falls count you know, go from there. People beat the shit out of each other. It's synonymous with last year's Anarchy in the Arena with Eddie Kingston coming out covered in blow with a gasoline. Uh, 
tank holder trying to pour gasoline on Chris Jericho and lighting him on fire. And then Daniel uh, Brian Danielson said no, and it cost him the match. It should be good. I've been invested in the story. Hangman just reunited last week. Wednesday's going to tell us where we can go further. Give it a good 40 minutes. This is going to be a long pay-per-view. Can I just tell you that? Because I'm naming you like seven matches, and there's like three of them that need well, 30 you're talking about more. bloat. It was kind of bloated. Yeah, the bloat is bloated, man. When's my bathroom break? What if I want to miss something, right? So I, I, I expect the Elite to win. You do not need to continue this feud. You could, but the next pay-per-view may, you're looking at September. Do you have legs that last you three more months? I don't know, man. And then we get to the main event, Fatal 4-Way World Championship. MJF champion, Darby Allen, Jack Perry, Sammy Guevara. I'm invested in the match, but I it's 100% sure that MJF's winning. So that's the problem. When it's so predictable, you can enjoy the beats to get there, but you know what's happening. It is literally like the remake of modern-day Hollywood movies. That's the best way I can describe it to you. You know Murder on the Orient Express, right? It's like remaking A Star is Born. It's like remaking you know, um, Candyman, even though they said it's a reimagining of it, so maybe that's not proper. Can't even do House Party because even though we mentioned LeBron, he changed it. But it's those shot-for-shot remakes where you're like, okay, we know MJF's going to win it. He's probably going to be challenged by Adam Cole and lose that by September at All In or All Out, what have you. I cannot expect anybody to go from there. Is it going to be a good pay-per-view? Sure. Would I pay 50 bucks for it? No. Why? Because I'm cheap. What? Ma- oh, damn it, the Heat are losing now. I'm going to challenges away what um max or hbo warner Bros. discovery whatever the hell they want to be needs to do man is just give me you know subscriptions to pay in for less expensive pay-per-views i'd rather pay 25 than 50 just saying i would even go as far as paying 30 if i could pay 30 dollars for a disappointing meal i'll pay 30 uh, 30 dollars for three hour wrestling i divide that as 10 hours i'm sorry 10 dollars an hour whereas a 30 dollar meal would make me just poop it out an hour later can't do it Finally, fuck man. Finally, Saturday at 1 p.m. in Jeddah, Saudi Arabia, Night of Champions. Mm. We're going to hit this bit by bit, and then we're going to go to the two matches that matter to me and the one match I don't care about, but you know I'm going to talk shit about it. Um, Gunther versus Mustafa Ali in a kind of championship. We love Gunther. Mustafa is really, it feels like he's just there because he has, you know, I think he has Saudi Ascent. It, it gets weird with WWE. They might be like, oh, you have a little bit of this and you're going from there. I like Ali enough that he deserves a chance, but there hasn't been story to it. Gunther's been really feuding more with Matt Riddle, and I think that's what's going to lead to the Money Bank match. Gunther retains. SmackDown Women's Championship, even though it's held by somebody on Raw. Make it make sense, Francisco. Ray Ripley for Natalia. Should be an okay match. Rhea Ripley wins, goes from there. Raw Women's Championship, held by someone on SmackDown. Bianca Bella versus Asuka. Asuka should win, man. You had her come back and lose at WrestleMania after she had a good showing in Elimination Chamber. She just came back as heel. I get that you want to make Bianca's like championship run fantastic, but as things go stale, the longer they have a belt on them, look at Roman, for example, I don't know if you can compel anything for Bianca to be more interesting to hold that title unless you have her turn heel. And Asuka doesn't have to be the person that she turns heel on, but you have to have that ground proof because you need that jolt of lightning. You can have holding a title for 400 plus days get to your ego, make you paranoid, make you concerned, make you want to be ruthless, make you want to have a Machiavellian mindset of how to pick your challengers. Make it all or nothing, a zero-sum game because you're afraid of getting that L. You got to do something with it. I just gave you the groundwork of how you could make her interesting as a heel. Because is she really a heel? Does she care so much about preserving her title? But before we can have her be a heel, she has to be turn heel. This match is going to be good. The WrestleMania match was fine and dandy. They're going to have more time to make it work. 
I just want to see what that result's going to be, man, because if Oscar wins the title, it could be a breath of fresh air. And sometimes there's an interesting story to tell about the champion who becomes then a challenger going back in the hunt. I'm just saying. Just saying. Becky Lynch versus Trish Stratus, buddy. I'm in on that story. I mean, I, I don't have enough time. Maybe I have to do a little side thing for the cage to talk about how I think this is interesting because Hunter has had a hard time developing stories for the women wrestlers without a title involved and the whole thing about trish stratus if i could sum up in a few sentences y'all call me the nostalgia act i'm the present i'm the past i can be the future i'm gonna beat the hell out of becky lynch becky lynch is like girl i have done everything to change all concept where it's not diva wrestling it's women's wrestling i am the man i am the big time bex you were wolfing like a dog back in the vince mcmaris which she was i am the establishment i'm bigger than roman reigns i'm bigger than this it's compelling stuff man because it's all those things i was telling you about of how they can portray it with other stories without a title i think that's so important to do that because it's so arbitrary when you have a championship i want this you're gonna give me this no this is mine i'm not gonna give you this you gotta fight me for it if you think you can handle up the measure that's a typical title match dispute when it comes into is like i don't like you i don't like you that's sometimes how you get your non-title feuds this one's more or less like i trusted you i betrayed you no, you needed me to come back. I'm always here. I'm the best of it. I'm like, you have some compelling. You need a connection because normal people don't want to fight. Do you want to fight every day? No. Do I want to fight? Sure. I go from there, but um, I don't fight into that degree. What I want to fight you on? Smash Bros, buddy. Zelda. Not getting into the ring of hurt. Somebody. Hmm. So you, you have to have that connectiveness. That, that's at least how I view it, right? We we This whole concept of please don't try this at home is not just stages of doing diamond cutters and RKOs on your buddies. It's not to let yourself get sensitive. It's escapism, right? Maybe. Hmm. And then you get some weird people who, who really think it's, you know, 100% truthful and accurate. It's not. I'm sorry to break it to you. But let's get to the matches I care about and that one match. And I will leave it on that match because this pay-per-view is being billed as a triple main event. How can you have a triple main event when only one thing closes the show, man? I hate it with the double main event to begin with, but the triple main event is going to be Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles for that vacant World Heavyweight Championship that I don't know if I hate the design of it or not, Francisco, but I will know once I see it on a wrestler as opposed to being on a podium. Um, story isn't really a story. It's just two of the best wrestlers going at it. Fully expect Seth to win. I'm a, I'm in love with the concept of the match. They had an excellent Money in the Bank match a couple of years ago, I think in 2019, when Seth was defending his Universal Championship against AJ. I know they're going to put on the greatness. What I expect the fallout to happen, Seth will win the championship because he's on Raw. He'll stay on Raw, obviously. AJ's on SmackDown. If he had won, he would have gone to Raw. But I think that's we're laying the groundwork to AJ versus uh, Roman because he was talking bunch of trash about Roman and how the World Heavyweight Championship was created for a workhorse championship. And when you're at the top and you're at the pinnacle and you're at the peak, it is expected of you to always be out there, never take rest days. I have an AJ Styles shirt that I tend to wear at the gym. I, I have no shame in it to admit it and that phrase is you know never rest never rust and i think that's that mentality you bring the character so that's perfect for gearing towards roman for a money in the bank match and i will be ooh, a little creamsicle when that happens i'm enjoying that then we have the other part of the triple main event Sami Zayn, kevin owens defending the world tag team championships or and undisputed tag team championships against not the usos kids of the bloodline but roman reigns and solo sokoa What's the story behind it? As I've lightly peppered it, where Roman is frustrated with the Usos, he's frustrated with Sammy, and he's frustrated with Kevin, and he trusts Solo, who's the brother of the Usos, enough to work with him to beat out um, those people to get those titles and show that really why he's dominating. 
Can I be frank with you, Frank? Mm. I'm going to be frank with you, Frank. Let's go. <laughs> um, people are going to hate me. I want Roman and Solo to win. I love Sami Zayn. I love Kevin Owens. I love their match at Mania. I gave it five stars. I felt the emotion. It felt great. I'm always about perpetuating the story mm. and, and pushing it. And if Roman Reigns Solo Sokoa leads to the Usos turning face and challenging Roman and Solo for the tag titles... Man, because as Roman defined that Universal Championship and that WWE Championship, that he defined it so much that he was his identity that they had to create another title in spite of him, it is fair to say that the Usos defined those championships, their legacy, their bloodline, their establishment, their history in the record books, their their similar stuff, you know, the, the Jerry Wesses, the Michael Jordan Trophy Awards. That's the kind of mentality. Hmm. I am perfectly fine with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens winning. Chances are they probably are because the Usos are going to interfere. It's going to screw over Solo and Roman and further deteriorate the bloodline. You don't need the titles for it. But you have a compelling story to me, and I'm going to one-dimensionalize this to the best of my ability, where instead of having the Usos go, hey, we're sick of you treating us like trash, you can tell that sort of, be, hey, you're the big dog, right? Well, you got something that we want, and we're gunning for it. Because what you've told us is titles are the only thing that matter. Well, those titles matter to us. I, I'm, I'm, hmm. I'm, oh, I gotta, I'm, I'm all for it, man. I'm all for it. But yet, you know, some people like lighthearted comedy. Some people like dark humor. <laughs> you have to figure out what kind of wrestling you like, right? We might be laughing, but there's a difference between chuckling at a poop joke and then chuckling about a joke made at a morgue. So... What, what are we doing here, right? That's just me. In this instance, I'll take the dark humor if it leads me to that. Can, and let's just talk about it. So what do you want to talk about? That's his catchphrase, right? Cody, I'm so sorry. I follow you on Twitter. I was so supportive mm. of UAW. I don't think you have your fingertips touching fully on this. I am so conflicted of caring. You know how they say I have no fucks to give about this situation? Hmm. It doesn't make sense because why would you have to say if you have any more to give? That means you were already giving out your maximum, right? And that's how I feel about this because I know what the gra- I like to think I know what the groundwork is for this. I don't know Vince McMahon. This is this is this in the Bloodline storyline. It definitely screams Vince, not Hunter. But Brock keeps attacking Cody. He attacked Cody yesterday on Raw. Busts up his arm at the very end of Raw. Triple H was like, "Don't go out and fight him, man." And then you're getting Brock and Cody. And their mac- match at Backlash bothered me because Brock looked like the badass coming out of it and Cody just seemed to get lucky at the pin. I know his whole thing is like, I beat you in a ring in a wrestling move of a wrestling move being the roll-up. And I'm like, yeah, I get you. I hear you. I hear what you're saying. Hmm. But the other guy, this is supposed to elevate you and the other guy wasn't enough to kind of get you there. You know, so it is just interesting enough to kind of build it from that. That where I, I have those interesting points. But this match itself is like, I don't know who's actually going to win. I could see this extending to SummerSlam where Brock just beats the holy hell out of Cody. And it just knocks it out of the park where Cody leaves for a couple of months and comes back and gets his revenge at Brock at SummerSlam. If they're not planning to do Cody and Roman at Slam, which is a strong possibility. But do I care enough about this? What kind of Brock Lesnar is coming up? Is Brock going to give me 15 minutes or he's going to give me five minutes? If this is a triple main event, are they going to give the first two matches a whole bunch of time and this one a small amount? I don't know. But I know is, is that I just wanted to be done. And that's just me. 
other people might feel differently. I still I, look. I'm the one who's saying right now, Cody should have won the belts. I was ready for that. I was prepared for it. I think it would have been final fit. He proved himself to be a main eventer. If your storyline is that Cody wasn't ready yet and he has to go through the ringer, then you're dumb because sometimes you can tell if a guy is main event hanging, not because of the of the story being told, but what actually happens in the ring. That match itself, aside from the finish, was like four and a half, four seven five. That's perfect, man. You know, he brought the best out of Roman. Roman brought the best out of him. And then I get this. I'm just like, uh, and I, I send it to you. And I don't know if you've watched the Brock and Cody clips. I would encourage you to watch my Cody hate. I do not hate Cody. I hate everything of how we're getting Cody and how he's being presented. But let him win. Let him find a way. I, I just also don't want him to get the money in the bank contract to cash in on Roman. I There's just so much particulars. But, uh, but I'll watch it. Sometimes that's what happens when you have Stockholm Syndrome. Vince McMahon has been giving that to me since 1997. And that's all I got for you this week on The Cage. All righty. And then a little, nice little segment here I'm watching with Bruce Boudreaux giving. Yeah, uh, yeah I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. So, and uh, I, well, I'm glad Bruce Boudreaux is living his best life right now. All right. Especially after the, way, Owens, yeah, after the way the, uh, the Canucks screwed them. So, Vancouver deserves nothing nice. So, there you go. Uh, more more hockey petty from me. And, well, that's it. We're at two hours and nine minutes. And the Heat game is still ongoing. And, uh, you know, well, well, I'll probably play Zelda after this. <laughs> I mean, they're down by 10. We're going to transition into hey. nighttime mode. Yeah, fourth quarter. Be- believe in the fourth quarter. Yeah, and exactly. the Yankees just won. Oh, well, let's so, look hey, at that. Look at that. Let's use that energy. They went to 10 innings. They got to the bottom. They're now 30 and 20. Mm. You know, all I'm saying all I'm saying, mm. can I say it? King stays the king. We're five and a half games behind. Mm. I feel it in the air tonight. Oh, Lord. All righty. Okay. All right. Well, that's it. Bye, everybody. Take care.